This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Apartments.com. Is 30 seconds enough time to convince you to use Apartments.com to find your next home? I don't know. How long does it take to tell you that Apartments.com has the most listings anywhere and helps get more renters into their homes than any other website? After all, 40 million people have found their place there. So, yeah, 30 seconds should be plenty of time. Visit Apartments.com to find your next place. Apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. Guys, I want to say I'm very, very excited about uh, the fact that today's episode is brought to you, oh, such a good show, by the return of the FX original comedy, What We Do in the Shadows. So good, so nice. The Hollywood Reporter called the series' first season, quote, and I'm quoting this, ridiculously funny. They didn't just stop at ridiculous. And they warned that you will die laughing. I think they were probably making a pun about the fact that the show is about vampires and they're the undead or they're dead. What are vampires? Are they dead? And then they become undead? I don't know. Anyway. The show goes into all of this. I think that's the pilot episode. They talk about all the terms. Anyway, this season, Shadows continues to follow our four favorite vampires who have been living together for hundreds of years. Uh, The season even features our buddy Nick Kroll, friend of the show for 11 years at this point. What We Do in the Shadows premieres Wednesday, April 15th on FX, streaming next day, FX on Hulu. And if you missed season one, catch up now on FX on Hulu. (laughs) You put the lime in the coconut, you put the coconut in the trash, you go to the freaking doctor like a normal person, Kyle. Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. Thank you to Colfax McLiverneck. Hold for that on a second, Colfax yes. Mcliverneck. Yes, our old friend Colfax McLiverneck. Yes, sir. The doctor is the one who is told him to put the lime. <laughs> the doctor is a <laughs> coconut. <laughs> the doctor, what is that old riddle? The doctor it, is the one who advised him to put the lime in the, in the coconut. coconut. And so to say... Go to the doctor. Oh, because the way, why does the doctor say to put a lime in a coconut as a, <laughs> some sort of medicinal purposes? Yeah, look, the doctor's incompetent. That's right. neither here nor there. Okay. The, this Switch this, doctor should be the moral of this, this story. Yes. This presupposes that this person came up with this as a home remedy. Uh-uh, not true. No, not on my watch. No. Universal health care, single payer now. <laughs> Lock her up, too. Lock her up. <laughs> Hi, everyone. If you've never heard the show before. <laughs> Goodbye. That's about as political as we get. Uh, welcome to the show. This is Comedy Bang Bang, mm-hmm. the best of 2018, part three. Yeah, man. And it is New Year's Eve. Oh, can you? I can. Scott, I can smell 
What do you smell? I what's, can, what's going on in the studio today? I can today? smell toast. And oh, no. My left arm is tingling. Oh, goodbye, Paul. <laughs> See you on the other side. I can smell romance in the air. Oh, that's Ooh. right. A lot of people will be uh, smooching tonight. This is the number one kissing holiday. <laughs> <laughs> you would think it would be Valentine's Day. No. No, people are tired of each other. And people, you don't have to kiss each other on Valentine's Day. No. New Year's Eve, at the stroke of midnight, mm. you must kiss you someone. You must kiss. And if someone tries to kiss you, you must submit. You must accept it. You submit. <laughs> <laughs> have you uh, ever had a... New Year's Eve kiss that was unexpected or welcome or uh, uh, have you ever been to a party and the food was just no good? Huh? <laughs> um, no, I remember. I'm so sorry being to a, bring this well, up. Well, I remember it being a big deal when I was younger to have a kiss on New Year's Eve. To, to like, the way it was sold to us in the mainstream media. Lamestream media, I call it. Of course. Uh, was that you go to a party with a bunch of randos. Oh, uh, you know what? I want to call it the Crame Stream Media because it's crazy, like Kramer. Or the Crane Stream Media because it's, it's like, like Fraser Crane. Fraser Niles Crane. Yes. So the first gay couple on television. <laughs> they were married, right? I think so. That's why they had the last name. Yeah. Um, but you go to a party with a bunch of randos. Oh, and I, then- And there's nothing more. Oh, I hate nothing more than randos. And if you, at the stroke of midnight, I'm talking about the the very stroke. The very stroke. Uh, is it, I never got this. Is it is it when uh, at chime 12 or at the stroke meeting at chime ele- uh, at one? Uh, midnight is, they time those, those bongs out to the last one is when midnight is. Is that right? Or is it the first one? No, it's, it, they, as soon as it strikes that midnight. is. And that's the Happy first New one. Year. That's when everyone screams their fucking No, heads I know off. midnight is <laughs> when Happy stop. New Year is. I'm saying when. No, no, no. I know. Damn We're it. saying the same. We're on the same side. Okay, okay. I'm saying as soon as that minute hand hits the 12. That's when they start the 12 everyone bongs. Goes, that's when they start the 12 bongs. But everyone goes crazy at bong number one. That's what I. So, so at Big Ben, say you have. At Big Ben. Three bongs at Big Ben. Oh man! Did you? Can you imagine? Like, can you imagine, can you imagine having three bongs at Big three Ben? Three bongs at Big Ben. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> um, we are potheads. Those, we're total potheads. <laughs> you can tell from our accurate renditions of I what a bong sounds like. I love doing pot through a bong. <laughs> um. So it's at the. It's at the. So you don't wait in for the twelve. The, it's at the first one. Is is when the time is. Yeah, because you've done a countdown already. Well, I know the countdown and all that. I'm just saying, Scott. Like, I'm not saying you don't know these things. I'm just God saying, damn it, Big Ben, you're in England. Scott, you're fighting me at every turn. You're. I think we're saying the same thing, but I yeah. want to get hyper specific. I'm trying to, and you keep shooting me down. You're in England. You hear Big Ben go. Bong. You have. You have your. You get your passport. You get. You. You probably have to do that. Yeah. Yes. Rule. It's very strict oh, nowadays. Sorry, 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 sorry. You have the idea to go there. <laughs> You, no, before that, you hear about it. Yeah, uh, your parents meet. <laughs> before that, before that. Uh, uh, Jesus. Your, your mother, Jesus, is born. Jesus is born. Saves everybody. Before that, even. Oh, Caveman. Oh, discovers fire. The star brightly shining. 
Um, but Big Ben, uh, it's three o'clock. Big, Big Ben goes bong, and it's going to do two more. You three know, it's o'clock. three o'clock right when they go bong. Yeah, not bong. But you bong, still have to wait bong. out the other two. <laughs> sure, <laughs> like you got to stand there, go fucking dumbass. But so, so say you wake up, you don't know what time it is. You don't have a phone on you. You don't have a clock. Suddenly, you hear bong. If it's midnight, mm-hmm. you're going to have to wait to know what truly what time it is. It's going to be 1230 or it's going to be 1201, 1201 and a half by the time you figure this Can out. Can I tell you something, Scott? I've lived this exact experience. No. We have in our home a cuckoo clock. <laughs> it's in the living room. Okay. You can hear it from the bedroom. Sure. Oh, thank God. So in the morning. So wait, this thing is going off all night no, while no, you're no, trying no, to no. sleep? No, no, no. It goes to sleep itself when the lights are out. It goes to sleep itself. It goes to sleep itself. When the lights are out? Yes. It, it's it has light, a light sensor. It has a light sensor. Okay, so it knows not- All to- sensors operating at so peak if efficiency. If you're taking a nap and yeah. you leave the light on, much like Motel 6, or is sunlight- Or much like uh, Joe Cocker advised us <laughs> sure. to do. Uh, with his hats. Um <laughs> Is is sunlight on it? So during the afternoon, is it always on? Like at the oh, crack yeah. of dawn, oh, is it yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're trying to sleep in, or you're trying to well, take a nap in the middle of the day, it'll be going not, off like it's crazy. It's not so loud in the bedroom that it would wake you up in the morning, right? So like I've never, I've never like all of a sudden at six a.m. like that, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> that fucking clock, right? But let's say I wake up and I'm lying in bed. This I haven't looked at my clock. This is a hypothetical. Okay. You wake up. But based on actual events. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so this is based on some IP. I'm comfortable with it. I wake up. I hear the cuckoo start to sing his merry hours. song. Yeah, sing his merry song. I don't know what time it is. I say, I'm going to count these fucking cuckoos. Sure. That's natu- na- just natural cuckoo clock listening. This is classic natural cuckoo clock listening. Now- Here's what you must know about modern cuckoo clocks. Modern cuckoo clocks, okay. And I know this because I know other people have cuckoo clocks. I'm not saying we're in a club. Shoot. We're not. But yeah, That's but why the, I'm not saying that. But the cuckoo clock community is small enough that the you just C, gradually the get triple to C, know. Every, you know other people. Right. You, okay. you begin to notice certain signs like they have a cuckoo Pe- clock. They have bags under their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they can't sleep. They seem to be counting in their heads a lot. <laughs> there is There's a sort of monopoly on... The sound and the actual cuckoo itself. So the clocks are all different. Got it. But the cuckoo itself, this white plastic cuckoo that comes out, he here's what he will do. He comes out of his little his little hole. Right. Almost as if he's being birthed. It's a lot like the birth canal. Well, he comes out so fast, it's like he's rushing, like he was late to get there. Right. <laughs> he's he checking out, his watch, his hair is must. He's like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, cuckoo. <laughs> Please, if you I would love if you are it. a cuckoo clock maker, please make one where the cuckoo comes out and goes, "Oh fuck, uh, cuckoo!" Before the first one, and then and then the rest, rest of them, it's fine. Sop. The first one should always be like, "I oh, just fuck. got here." Oh, oh fuck. shit! Oh, fuck. Uh, I got cuckoo. cuckoo. So that what happens is this 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 uh, cuckoo, he uh, he comes out, he says cuckoo, he, he he like like bends down and his wings flap up. Right. He makes a big he makes a, a real big meal show out of, out of this. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. So he's bending over? He like bows. He bows like, to whom? Cuckoo to Yume. Oh. <laughs> You're the master of the house. Three ten to Yume? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so our neighbors have a cuckoo clock, completely different clock, same cuckoo, same sound. It's what? It's, it's a nat- it's an actual recording of a cuckoo, but uh, it's a recording of a real bird. A recording they put of a real some bird. Sort of voice box. Okay. Yes, and then they it instantly echoes slightly quieter. It sounds so it like goes, it's further away. So it goes cuckoo cuckoo. It goes like this. And this is not your, you're not hearing the echo, meaning you're hearing your neighbor's cuckoo. No, I thought about that. Okay. And so I stood in the street between our two houses. <laughs> and um, all you heard was So I think it's to let you, it's to help you count the cuckoos. The echo is to help you count yes. the cuckoos? Yes. Somehow How does it, that make sense? I don't know, but it works. It actually works. So without an echo, you would because be unable you know, to count these cuckoos. Well, no, of course you could. But there's something about the echo that that keeps you cemented in where in the count. Okay. I don't know. I can't explain it. But same so two different clocks, same cuckoo, same sound. How odd. Yeah. And, and then I got one from my office. Okay. Com- from a completely a third other place, same cuckoo, same sound. Well, it sounds to me like cuckoo clocks, there are so few of them that they there's maybe one place that does the cuckoos. But when you search online for cuckoo clocks, sure, you can't believe how many. There how many are. varieties? There's so many. So then, how did you end up in such close proximity finding the same cuckoo in these three different places? This is Scott, insane. This is my question. How deep does this go? All the way up. It goes so deep. It goes all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, and and have you? Do you think this is interesting to anyone? I don't know, <laughs> but let's continue. Do you and your neighbor ever talk about this? Have you ever said, "Hey, same cuckoo"? Oh, we've talked about it. Really? We've so you're on speaking it. terms with your neighbor? <laughs> yes, that's good. Yes, and was the first? And no topics are off the table. <laughs> good. So just like laying it out there. Just yeah, I, I remember bare. saying to her, "Can Go I ask f- you a question about your cuckoo <laughs> clock?" And I was I was really tense. I was like, she was going to say, "How dare you?" How? Yes. I'm a married woman. <laughs> You're a married man. And this is inappropriate. And this is inappropriate. But instead, she said, Paul, you can ask me anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. she's hoping maybe that you ask her something kind of inappropriate about. Yeah. I mean, she's a married woman. Well, You're a I married ven- man. I eventually did. Okay. I, so you got First there. I asked about the cuckoo clock. Then I said, what do you look like nude? <laughs> <laughs> she said, kind of frumpy. She had to describe... Scott. I don't know this person. Have I told you this story? (laughs) Cuckoo clocks. Cuckoo clocks, get at us. Text one for three and two for yes. (laughs) I had a neighbor who was crazy and collected them. And it it was a little on the nose. Collecting them is a bit much. Yeah, she had a lot. Yeah. She had them all in her bathroom. She, (laughs) yeah. She, literally the first day I met her, she came over and announced uh, who she was and told me that uh, half of her brain had been taken out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She was famously, she when she was showing Kulop, her, my wife Kulop, her- Oh, this is, for some reason, I thought this was like when you were a kid. This is no, modern no, day. This is modern day. When she okay. was showing Kulop her place- she went into the bathroom and uh, uh, pulled the shower curtain, and her entire bathtub was filled with kitty litter. <laughs> and barf. Oh my God. And then she opened up the closet, and hanging inside 
were, were just on several hangers were uh, uh, baby clothes. And she said, I don't have children, but I like their clothes. And at that point, Kulop <laughs> knew she had to get the fuck out what of there. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. Does she live alone, this person? She, I believe she eventually moved out uh, to live with her mother. <sighs> After vandalizing uh, several of our places. <laughs> Long story. How old was she? She was uh, probably 15 years older than I, if I had to guess. What a weird thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you just say how old she was? Because the, she moved away so long ago ah! that I can't... <laughs> I can't handicap it now. Okay, so then oh, I was this age. so hard. She was 15 years sure. older, so now, but I mean, it was about 15 years ago, so who knows? So she was 30. <laughs> I don't know. This happened when you were a baby. <laughs> yes. She was 15 years old. <laughs> uh, that place, uh, uh, someday I'll tell you the story of all my crazy neighbors, but uh, quite a menagerie passed through. Can I say something? I also don't have kids, and I also do like their clothes. You do. But I haven't bought any. <laughs> what? That separates me from her. What are you doing? Just going by the elementary schools and checking them out, or how do you? I'm looking in the window at Baby Gap. Sorry. How dare you? I don't know what your d- delivery system to your eyes How is. dare you? Can I see you nude? You are. <laughs> Take off your 3D glasses. Why have you been wearing those this whole time? <laughs> well, I was hoping your penis would come straight no, at me. No, it did. Will, if you take off the glasses. <laughs> oh. Oh, gosh. Paul F. Tompkins is here. Yeah. My name is Scott Ackerman. I don't know whether I, I mentioned who we are. I don't, I don't know that anyone knows. Do you think anyone who had no idea who we are listened to any of that? <laughs> Do you think? Uh, that would Do be, you think? That would be interesting. It would be. Would someone was like, I was told to check this out. And then it's just two randos. <laughs> I'm going to start right here. Two randos, which everyone hates. Right. Just talking about something, and you don't talking know who they are or why they're talking they about They finally it. get to a crazy person. Great. Oh, good. I'm locked in. I'm lo- objective. I heard Comedy Bang Bang is about crazy people. Look how sad Chewbacca looks on this box of tissues. Okay, we have a box of tissues in the room, and it's Star Wars themed. Yeah. And I believe Stormtroopers are on approximately there, 75% of there's the- a Stormtrooper. There's uh, Kylo Ren. Is that Kylo Ren? And it's our old friend, Baldroid. Oh, uh, Baldroid. Hello, Baldroid. Welcome back. Who's on the bottom? Then on the bottom, bonus Kylo Ren. It looks like Venom. <laughs> <laughs> now, and then Chewbacca. And then Chewbacca, look at him. On looks, top where the Kleenexes come out, he there's looks just- anguished. I believe TIE Fighters and uh, X-Wings. Yeah, yes. TIE Fighters and X-Wings. TIE, you, know, you know what life is? It's a bunch of TIE, tie Fighters and X-Wings. You ever notice that the TIE Fighters and X-Wings are sort of like the X's and O's on Tic-Tac-Toe? Or like kisses and hugs. Yes. You ever think Darth Vader like signed off on one of his letters? Just like TIE Fighter X-Wing, Darth Vader. TIE Fighter X-Wing, Darth. Did you get that, Grandma Tarkin? (laughs) Grandma Tarkin. (laughs) Why? How come they dropped Grand Moth as a title? (laughs) I think they still use it in some of them. Moth? Really? Moth is, that's not an English thing, right? It's something he made up. I believe it's one of his great make ups One of his great make ups Like um, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Well, everyone else's name in that. Now, of course, when Solo came out this year, we we learned that it wasn't just a shitty name George Lucas came up for yeah. him. That he picked it because he was alone. Right. So well, it makes more sense. It was kind of assigned to him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, did someone say, like, I'll just call said, you Solo because you're alone? I think he said, I'm Solo, and then the person wrote it down, but he didn't mean it as a name, right. something like that. Classic uh, part of the movies. 
Um, here's a here's a part I want to talk about. Yeah. So you got this robot who's like robots are slaves. They should have that's right free yeah. will. That's right. That's part of this. Right? And everyone's like ha 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 ha. Then that robot frees a bunch of other robots. Right. Yes. You know, change like like there's some there's some restriction in robots that makes them slaves. So uh, something in their programming or like yes. a chip or a bar something, or something like that. There? Yeah. That Wasn't she, there some sort of restraining uh, bar yeah. on, on R2-D2 in the first one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I took out his restraining bolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And on Cthulhu. Right. So they couldn't run away. Yeah. He had a, that he that had, is. He uh, had one like a third nipple like Marky Mark. Right. <laughs> then, so then this robot frees all these other robots. Okay. And then um, we just forget about that idea. That happens in the past in the Star Wars universe. So nowadays when Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Great name. Uh, has this restraining bolt on C-3PO and R2-D2. He's not considered to be a slaver or anything. Well, even when they take off the restraining bolt and they're just hanging out as his friends, I guess they, they choose to do this. Yeah. After like I C, mean, C-3PO is like, it's not that he's programmed to do this. It's like, well, this is my job. Yeah. And, at, a cer- uh, <laughs> at a certain point, I mean, they I care about it. They crash landed on Tatooine. And yeah. when he takes out the restraining bolt, you think it would be like, goodbye, Master Luke. I'm off to the spaceport. Yeah. Got to get back to the uh, rebel forces. I have a wife and children. what if he has a family somewhere do robots fuck that's what we're getting to that's what we're all thinking do you think that C-3PO and R2-D2 fuck I mean R2-D2 has all those attachments that come out of that hole they have the energy of people that used to be a couple yeah like thousands and thousands of years ago yeah when they were first (laughs) built that's right they were a couple, yeah. and they tried it for like three years, which is a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sh- when you're that, you know, centuries old, yeah. maybe it's not a long time in the span of it. But Are they like, supposed to be centuries old? I feel like they were, I mean, they're outdated models, I think, aren't they? Oh, that's too bad. Like, a- anytime anyone sees one of them, they're like, what do you have that old hunk of junk for? Why is that in a space museum? Right. But it seems a little weird that they would just, like, throw them in a trash pile, especially if it was still on and screaming, but that's also R two D two screams. Does he feel pain? I guess you know. Yeah, I mean. Oh, there was a one robot. I was just reminded of this during a superego uh, session. A robot uh, gets his feet burned. <laughs> oh yeah, in, in like a Jabba's palace or something. And they're just going ah! like brand his feet, and he screams bloody murder. So I guess they have feelings, or they're programmed to react as if they have feelings. It might be Which, that, and that's fucked up. Yeah. That's like, I better put into this robot that if it ever gets burned on its feet, it will, <laughs> it will scream. By the way, Engineer Sam uh, has texted us both. A Moff is a regional governor of star systems. Moff Tarkin is the first to be awarded the title by Emperor Palpatine. Oh, okay. By the way, Palpatine is named Palpatine because he's so evil. He gets your heart palpitating. You give my heart the Palpatines. <laughs> like everyone, George. I got the Palpatines. George over here. Lucas is so lazy. He's like, this kid wants to go uh, fly around in a spaceship. I'll call him Skywalker. Uh, this this lady, guy's, this, this guy's a loner, so I'll call him Solo. This lady's this, alive. Her name's or- Organa. Organa. Exactly. <laughs> she, the only thing she's good for is being alive. This guy's and being, uh, a, being a hole. Uh, this guy's a weirdo. He's Obi Kenobi. <laughs> How does that one work? <laughs> Kenobi. Obi. One, he's one guy. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan. Obi. Kenobi. 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 Obi. 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 
If this were Obi- a music, Kenobi's. I would be so happy if this, if life was a musical that no one had ever unlocked, and we, just saying that unlocked, it made it happen. It made it happen. Like all just, of a sudden, strings. Yeah, and we just start dancing on the table. Yeah, doing a soft shoe. Obi, Kenobi, Kenobi, <laughs> and Obi. And then it happened for everyone because we were the first, and they had no. But would they have any? Would people like it? I don't know. Not everybody's us. Not everyone is into musicals. I would love it if suddenly I had the ability to tap dance and to soft shoe the way that, and and the way to dance like Gene Kelly. Do you think that the people, because these are just regular people in these musicals. They don't, they should not have years of dance training. They all have other jobs. No. So. My one guy, he's an American embarrassed. That's his job. So when a musical number comes into a musical, you are basically being transported there. Something takes over their body and gives them the ability to do these dances. Like in La La Land, yes. Exactly. So they are they're being basically possessed by some sort of spirit, be it evil, yes. be it good. Be it evil, be it good. So I would love that if suddenly, because I, you know, as someone who tried to do musicals when I mm-hmm. was growing up, I always hated the dance uh, part. Me too. And even though I did, I did learn how to tap, and I was in Chicago and I tapped and uh, tapped occasionally in some of the other shows. Uh, I'm not the most expressive dancer, so if something were to take over my body during a musical number that was happening in real life, I would love that. I'd be like, "Holy shit! I just tap danced expertly." Mm, no text from Sam about that. Um, about what? <laughs> Someone taking over about, my yeah about the spirit of dance taking over your body. <laughs> All right, um, Sam. Well. Uh, my, have you ever had the, the, the fantasy that you would learn to do something in secret and then you'd and then bust, bust it, it out? out at a party or yeah. something? Yeah. Piano. Yeah, me too. Piano and dance are the two things. Yeah. Well, I, I truly believe that if you, because your, uh, your birthday party was this year, it was a great it's time. True. And you came out and, uh, sang, uh, the Pet Shop Boys, It's a Sin with a big <laughs> band. Right. Yeah. And, uh. And I remember turning to Kulap going, Pet Shop Boys, you like? Because she always makes fun of me when I listen to the Pet Shop Boys. Anytime they come on, she's like, the Pet Shop Boys. I'm like, that was good. This is the Pet Shop Boys. She's like, I know. You like Paul, so. (laughs) But in any case, I think that if you worked, had worked for a year, once a week, just once Mm -hmm. a week, took a a dance thing. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the people on Dancing with the Stars. Our, our friend Nikki Glazer was on this year, and she was only on one episode. Uh, yeah, but she—I'm uh, sure she had to do that in just like a week. Had yeah. to put that yeah, together yeah, yeah. with a, with a person who knows what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I bet if like you did one day a week for a year, mm-hmm. you could do like an amazing choreographed dance. This is the the most serious I've ever gotten about it. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I think it might happen. I think it might happen. When when will you okay, don't don't tell me because I want it to be you. a surprise. I'm not gonna tell you. What if it was here on the show? <laughs> <laughs> the next episode. <laughs> yeah, whoa. Scott, that was all a setup. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to play piano though. And yeah. uh you know, I remember going over to uh Jack McBrayer's house once and he had started taking lessons and I was like, Wow, that I've always I've always kind of assumed it was too late for me. But here's Jack. Mm-hmm. He's he's just started taking lessons maybe a year earlier, and he played mm-hmm. me some stuff on the piano. I was like, that's how you do it. And I saw him the other night. I, I said, how's the piano coming? He's like, oh, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Still have a piano in my house. You know, my mother took started taking piano lessons when she was in her 50s. Really? Yes. 
Okay. How, and, how did she end up? Well, she didn't end up so well because we all made fun of her because we're not good people. <laughs> and she, but she tried it for a while. And she, I remember one Thanksgiving, my, she was demonstrating her progress for uh, our family and my cousins. And she was trying to play uh, When the Saints Go Marching In. Well, let me see if I can hum that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So she was playing like this. Dun, dun, dun. Dun 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 dun. So she was taking a while to write notes. Yes, and then my cousin Stephen said, "That's great. All he need now is a singer who stutters." That's like a classic vaudeville joke. Wow, you burnt, Mrs. Tompkins. You burnt, Mom. You burnt. How did she ever recover? Well, she didn't. You know, she died. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> she died from that? You've never talked about it. I mean, I have no proof that she didn't die from that. <laughs> she died of shame. <laughs> A mere 30 years later. <laughs> well, I would love to learn. I you, tell you what, if I learn how to play the piano, I'll pl- I'll accompany you. In your, there we go. In your, uh, this is perfect. Uh, what type of dance do you want to do? I want to tap dance. I tap dance, tap, yeah. yeah. Great. You can do it. It's. Uh, I think I can do it. It's a, it's a fun, it, it is fun. And you don't have to use like too much of your upper body, which is, is, uh. Well, I can't, you know, I'm paralyzed from the waist up. Yeah, I did. I did know that. My legs I work just, like crazy. You're just bending over backwards yeah. the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like have to swing my arms up on a table to make it look natural. <laughs> oh, Paul, that's not true. I hope. It's probably not true. It's probably not true. <laughs> Paul, we have Scott. to get to it. We have to get to it. We, I'll tell everyone what we're doing this Enough episode. Enough grab ass. We are counting down the top 14 episodes of the year of Comedy Bang Bang, late November through late November of this year, but we call it 2018. We're counting down the top 14 in our previous episodes. Go listen to those if you haven't yet. Uh, our previous episodes, we- It's my wish for you. Go listen to those. We counted down from 14 through- Seven. That's right. 14 through seven. Today, we are going to be listening to the number six episode, the number five episode, and the number four episode. Holy shit. Things man. are heating up here. I mean, they're getting hot and spicy. They really are. I mean, it's getting exciting here. Sweaty and hot. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> That's a song that Alan Thick sang. Alan Thick sang it? Alan Thick sang it. Did he write it as well? Sweaty and hot. I mean, probably. Probably. He was a big songwriter. It could guy. have been a song he found somewhere. <laughs> like someone else wrote it and discarded it? Yeah. Like he's like walking down the street just the other day and he finds the song. Saw a pretty lady. And yeah. Didn't, <laughs> didn't know what to say, say. So instead he found a song. Yeah. Uh, he sang it on some TV special. Sweaty and hot. It was all about the, the workout craze. Oh, remember that? Remember yeah. how it was so weird in the 80s that anyone was working out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that they That people had to talk about it. Yeah. I'm going to write a song. Let's get physical. 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 So no one before then ever worked out, I guess. Nope. Well, you had the, the, you know, that, that sort of big rubber band that would shake you. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But everyone's, I think what it was, was everyone basically (laughs) ate sensibly. Yeah. Until the 80s. I think it took, because we just invented more and more garbage. Right. And processed food and everything. And everyone started eating out. Like McDonald's, basically, necessitated the workout craze of the 80s. Like if you wanted to be in the, the, let's say the 40s, if you wanted to be fat, you had to like just- You had to really try. You had to eat lard out of a bucket with a spoon. (laughs) 
And that's what they did. And everyone knew. You know, that's he what's... Uh, hard. Who was it, Laurel or Hardy? Which one was the fat one? Mm, Hardy. Hardy. Har-har. And now we have Hardys. And now we have Hardys, Scott. And now we have where Arby's. Does, where does it end? We don't have Laurels. We d- No, of course not. We don't have Stans. We have Abbots. We don't have Costellos. No. <laughs> I remember... Going to a restaurant by the name of Claim Jumper, they have some around here. Of course, uh, when I in the their mid-80s. mascot is a little prospector, <laughs> a little prostitute <laughs> is what I thought you were going to say. Little prostate exam. <laughs> um, and I remember we went with uh, uh, the people in in uh, uh, that we went to church with, and uh, they have giant portions, and everyone was like, "I like how big the portions are," and they and they were ungodly looking at the time. Mm-hmm. Now, when you go. It's what everyone serves. Mm-hmm. So everyone just eats too much. Is that right? I think it is. It's weird that that's a, that's become a movement in restaurants. I remember- Well, it became like, we're going to we're gonna charge you more, yeah. but we're going to give you extra portions. So, so shut up. So, <laughs> so really, it's a con in a certain way of like, at the time, say a dinner was $10. They would charge you 15, but we're going to give you- A dinner ha- and a half. A dinner and a half. And- now the food costs are probably pretty low, so you know because the food is garbage, right? But they're charging you an extra five. They made so much money that way. Cut, now cut to now, Oosh. everyone is just charging the fifteen and giving you these big portions because everyone got so used to that they're eating just a ton of garbage now. Have you ever been to Maggiano's? No, I have not. It's <laughs> it's in Ita- is it in the old country? It's not. It's right here in America. What? And they they're fam- they famously have absurd portion sizes to where they're bringing like it's basically like a, a trash can lid with food on it. Right. <laughs> like here you go. Here's too much food. You're like Heathcliff, right? You just want to like <laughs> toss around some fish bones from a trash can. Here you go. You piece of shit. <laughs> you fat piece of shit. I think if you go out to eat, you probably if you go with a partner, you could I think you could probably survive just eating buying one thing and splitting it, like right? Like a business partner? Yeah, business that's partner. Awkward. We're having, like a really good we're business doing partner. Business, but now we're splitting food? Sure. That's not going to get in the way of our business. Have you ever dined with us before? <laughs> I hate that question. I because anytime a waiter says, "Have you ever dined with us before?" I get it. I know what dining out is. Usually what they have to, quote, explain, unquote, is a variation on small plates. All they want to talk about is small plates. Here's what I like to say. The real question is, have you ever dined with me before? (laughs) You should, I do a Rorschach on them. Every time that you and Janie have dinner at home. I'm not dining with you. You're dining with me. (laughs) You should say to her, have you ever dined with us before? As you set down the meal. Have I ever dined with you before? <laughs> Is this your card? Oh, I want to do that now. Have I ever dined with you before? Before the waiter can say it. Have I ever dined with you before? Uh, have I ever dined with you before? <laughs> I get it. I understand the concept. I, at one point, someone's, someone was like, because tapas was all the rage for a while here in, mm, in LA. Um, and they would, at, at, and you would see, Power everyone tapas. would liken things to tapas. And they would say like, it's a lot like tapas where you get a lot of small plates. At one point, I went to a tapas restaurant. And they're like, have you ever dined with us before? And I was like, about to say, I understand the concept of tapas. And they said, mm. it's a lot like dim sum. I'd oh. never heard dim sum likened to tapas before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, waiters, stop doing it. Waiters, stop asking if I understand tapas. Start asking if I understand bottomus. 
<laughs> Famous power bottomists. Famous power bottomists. Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Let's get to our countdown. This is number six on the countdown. Number six. All right, number six. And this number is uh, a special number as it is uh, one of our mid-century marks. This is episode 550. Still in the 500s. Is this a, um, is this an Eames? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that Eames. It's mid-century. Ah, I understand that. Mm, Um, This is, uh, we, you know, we, uh, for a while we were trying to do some special things on, um, Episode 200 was uh, Jason Manzoukas' Mandy In Daily. honor of a special thing, the website. <laughs> right. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Um, so episode 200 was uh, Jason Manzoukas and Andy Daly. I believe episode 300 we did Jason Manzoukas and Andy Daly. Maybe 400. Mm-hmm. For 500. Um, let's not do that. Let's, let's not do, do that. entirely different. I don't, I don't think those guys were available or something. But when 550 rolled around, I was like, guys, let's get the gang back together. Yeah. This is an episode called Cheesing Out the Wave D-Hole. <laughs> And uh, the, it actually stands for cheesing out the wave dickhole. Which oh, is, it actually does? Yeah. <laughs> which we mentioned um, perhaps in this clip. Um, but uh, when I read the title, I was like, what does this mean? Cheesing out the wave D-hole. Apparently, it's uh, we talk about it for a while, uh, which is going through a circular wave um, as if we were ejaculate. Sure. Um, <laughs> so this is Jason Manzoukas and myself as ourselves. And we have the inimitable Andy Daly who returned to the show playing Hot Dog. Mm-hmm. Hot Dog is... Famous water skier. Of course, he's a famous water skier. Shanana enthusiast, wants to join the band. He um, was the first person to water ski on sausages. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and so uh, we talked to him for a while. Uh, I'm going to play several parts of this episode, um, like three different parts of it. Uh, and, uh, this was a really fun one. Uh, uh, and this is what you have voted as your number six. Let's hear it. Number six. Well, uh, uh, this is huge because it, and it eclipses everything else. I have been inducted into the water skiing hall of fame. Whoa. Whoa. Congratulations. Hot dog. And, and uh, so many good things have come from it. I mean, I lobbied hard for that for years. Let's talk about your water skiing. Just to to remind uh, people who haven't heard you before. Well, the reason I go by hot dog is that I am a hot dog of water skiing. You know that. That's right. You water skiing hot dog. It does not have to do with the fact that you were water skiing upon hot dog. No, although I did do some of that and what not actually. No, but you actually were water skiing on. I was water skiing on salamis, salamis. <laughs> and you know I was the first guy ever, and that's one of the things that we talk about it. Yeah. But that's a real hot dog kind of thing. thing to do. Yeah, to, if you're a hot dog, yeah. I just want everyone to, to to make sure they know it's not because you were skiing upon hot dogs. That's correct. It's that purely is, your attitude towards skiing. You were hot dogging merely upon salamis. That's exactly right. And I was hot dogging long before I came up with the idea of of water skiing on salamis. Right. I've been hot dogging for a long time on How, water skiing. When you finally got to salamis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, what other food? Stuffs had you been Cheeses? water skiing on? Well, naturally, I started with baguettes. I was going to say baguettes. Yeah. yeah, of course I did. <laughs> I would think bread floats. No, you know, like yeah, you've soggy. Thrown well, it at the ducks. I bet you, it would be soggy for you. You come up between the two of you. You came up with the pro and the con <laughs> because that's true. It does float, but on the other hand, right, you're right. It gets soggy. Yeah, and you right. don't know that until you try it. Until you strap yourself onto the baguette, right. and Get yourself into the water. I would, what, what I would love it if you would. Hey, did you ever try like six foot long party subs? Oh, uh, sure. I tried a six-foot-long party. As a matter of fact, I did that in association with a sandwich shop down there in, 
in Redondo. Oh, nice. Down in Redondo Beach, there's a sandwich shop, and I proposed it. I pitched it to them, mm. and they they uh, provided the sandwiches. As, for, for free? For publicity. Not for free. I had to buy them. But for publicity, they <laughs> but provided they got the publicity, sandwich. and you paid for the sandwiches? <laughs> yeah, I had a, well, of course. I mean, you know. It's a sweet deal you oh, negotiated. <laughs> I worked it out with the sandwich shop. Well, at least you haven't <laughs> given their name now, so they're not getting further publicity. <laughs> yeah. Brian and Ronaldo's. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Brian and Ronaldo's down in Redondo Beach. And was it two six-foot party subs, or was it one that you had to break in half? It was two six-foots. Brian made one, and Ronaldo made the other. <laughs> and Is that how they work? That's always how they work. They alternate work. sandwiches? They do. They go one for one. Is one better <laughs> than the other? Oh, uh, well. Are you, nah, when you go wanna... into Brian and Ronaldo's you're going to get me in trouble. Brian and Ronaldo's in Redondo Beach, are you, like, hoping for a Ronaldo? Well, you're going to get me in trouble. I can't say, but let's just say, let's just say if Ronaldo seems busy working on a sandwich, you're in good shape. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, got it. That's when got it's time it. to step order, up. Order, order then. Yeah, yeah, or that's when you need to Anyway, yeah, so that was, yeah, but look, that didn't work because the all of the ingredients, it was immediately obvious as soon as the boat started up. Lettuce? And I started waving to my captain like, no, 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 it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work with the sandwiches because mm. the lettuce and the tomatoes and all the meats and everything just started flying right out, yeah. of, the, out, of, the, out of the sandwich. And right, and where was your captain, on land or in the boat? The captain was in the boat. In the boat, and, okay. but he's, That's a good know, place for a captain when you're He ought to be there. He ought to be there. They're not always, yeah. but he ought to be there. Right, yeah. Driving the boat. And what did he do when you waved, hey, we're not ready? Did he, did he is, alter well, his behavior at all? This is one of the real problems, and I'll tell you, this is one of the real problems with water skiing. If anybody could crack this, uh, they will win a Nobel Prize in water skiing because the problem is that the captain, by definition, has his back turned to his I'm water sorry. skier. Does the Nobel Committee give out a prize in water skiing? <laughs> is it a peace prize? No, or? no, it's a Nobel Prize Just in water Nobel skiing. Prize. Yeah. They, have, they have not given one out in years. Oh, they haven't. No, because I know, they long long time. I know they give one out in science, they uh, give yeah. one out in multiple different disciplines. It's not, some of the awards are annual awards, and some of them are just sort of right. as, as needed. Intermittent. How many you know, years? All of deserved. them? What's that? How many years? All of them? How long has it been since the Nobel Committee yeah. gave out a prize in all water of them? Ski? Yeah. I, I, I've lost track personally. Really? But it's been, it's been <laughs> at least a they, decade. Uh, can, you, <laughs> can you name one water skiing Nobel laureate? <laughs> well, I don't know for sure, but they must have given one to Terry Krakatoa. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. They must have given one. Because he was Posthumously. I mean, that guy was, Posthumously, because he died. Yeah, he you know. He passed away. Yeah. So passed your away. captain is facing the, the water as to not steer the ship into. And at this uh, point, this he's the, the captain now. Who's the captain now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, hey, I know you're referring to that movie about pirates, right? Yeah, right. Man, this, is a pro- this is a problem facing water skiers. There really? have been incidents where pirates have taken over the speedboat <laughs> that is pulling a water right. skier, oh. and then the water skier is powerless. The water skier is literally powerless. That's got to be exciting, though. It, well, that, yeah. You know, like, that's a bit of danger to add to, a, like, a day's water ski. Yeah, I mean, and this is one of the reasons you have to be careful if you're water skiing down at the Cape of Horn, the Horn, Cape of Horn, Horn sure. Cape of Africa, Horn, sure, the sure. Horn, Afro, Africa Horn. Yep. You know what I'm talking about. You, go, do, yeah, you, you little, said it exactly right. Is that, did I? The Cape Horn, Horn Cape of Africa? Basically Horn. like Africa's like drooping balls. Yeah. yeah Excuse yeah. me? Well, you know how Florida is is America's, you know, drooping dick. And it is? Maine is yeah. uh, the erection of the United States of America. <laughs> so wait. That's what they call so, it. That's so, what it says on the license so plate. So Florida is America flaccid. And then yes. when it gets hard, it, it goes, goes up all the, the eastern seaboard yeah. and becomes Maine. Well, have you Just ever been to Maine? Just straight into Canada. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. Everybody in Maine is horny, and there's a reason. Yeah, and everybody in Florida is riddled with STDs. That's true. We've That's talked true. about it on this show, that movie Captain Phillips. Uh-huh. It should, it's like half Captain Phillips. Then the other guy comes in and goes, I'm the captain now. Oh, yeah, It should change right. the title. What's oh. that guy's name? 
I don't know. Captain whatever his it name is. It should be is, Captain but... Phillips and Captain whatever that guy's name is. Sure. Or Captain Phillips and then regular guy Phillips. Uh, oh, okay. Since we're not really changing POV into the captain. Yeah. Anyway. Sometimes so Captain, captain Phillips. Phillips, comma, isn't the captain for the whole movie. For the whole movie, so don't get your hopes up. Like, captain Phillips is... and former Captain Phillips. <laughs> right. As an audience member, help me manage my expectations. Yeah. Exactly. For what I'm about to, like, Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Yeah. I never saw the force sleeping, never mind. In the waking first place. Up. Where yeah, was exactly. the force asleep? You know, it's a very descriptive term, but I never saw it actually happen. Yeah, like I like Avengers mm-hmm. Infinity War because it's like the Avengers are in it yeah. and they're gonna fight the Infinity War. Although yeah. I would have appreciated if it said Avengers fight the Infinity War. Well, but no, I figured I think, it out. Oh, see, I think that oh, I think you misunderstood it. I think the Avengers Infinity War is the Avengers are fighting a war that will last for last forever. Infinity. So you expected to go and watch this movie. Movie till the end of your life. Well, I think and this it would still be going on. I feel like the every movie, ends, movie you, that comes out subsequently up. is just going to be another installment of this war. So you had you had made your peace with your family, your friends going into this movie. <laughs> you expected to be there until the I end was of like, the I was like, I need to see where this is going. <laughs> yes. I I got my affairs in order. I, I wondered I wrote, where you had been for the past I month wrote or so and executed a will. I wouldn't mind seeing a prequel, by the way, where the Force is asleep. I wouldn't mind to see that. Let's if, just watch that one. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. like where someone is putting the Force to bed. Yeah, yeah. The force like to reading bed. Hey, Force, a, go the fuck to sleep. Reading a story. And then everybody's got to be quiet. Yeah. Shh. The Force is asleep. Force is sleeping, please. Shh. You're going to wake up the Force. Don't, don't wake, wake up the Force. force. Please don't wake up the Force. I spent a half hour trying to put the Force down. Oh, the Force is so cranky. Yeah, man. So, Hot Dog, what happened? What? To the captain? Oh, yeah. What captain? He was, he was staring you ahead, were, and you were, you were on the sandwich. Oh, no, I'm just saying, it's a general problem with water skiing right. that the captain can't see. And so a lot of times, you're trying to flag down the captain and say, wait, wait, there's a problem. I got a problem, a problem back here. And he can't see you. Right. And it's just maybe he'll turn around and look, and a good water skiing captain will turn around and look every once in a while, but he has to also keep his eyes out ahead of him. What, what, why can't this be a two-person job? Well, sometimes it is, and sometimes you have a spotter. That's true. But I'm now surprised. Spotter for the driving or spotter for the a water, water skiing? If you, you know, it's a serious operation, and if you're in championship competition or something like that, of course, of course, you're gonna have a spider, a spotter. But if you're just out there uh, pleasure cruising or something like that, you know you maybe can't afford the twenty bucks to give the spotter. Because I, I, sp- I think the spotter should be for the driving. So the captain is driving the boat, but turning his head around to look at the water skier, and the spotter is looking out ahead and says, "Hey, hey, hey, you're about to hit something." Because it's much <laughs> yeah, more okay. likely, it's much more likely that the spotter won't have very much to see in the open ocean in front exactly. of you. Exactly. But you, as the captain, sh- are directly the, affecting the person behind you. Give the spotter oh, way yeah. more to do. Well, like, hey, you're going to hit this thing. You're gonna, yes. Otherwise, you're paying a guy to basically like hang uh, on and uh, on the 10% chance he's going to see something I'm, wrong with the water ski. Here's yeah. what I'm shocked by. Okay. I'm shocked that we don't yet have water skis that don't need a boat to pull them. What are you talking about? Like, like yeah, jet water skis. Like, Self, self-propelled why, water skis? Yes. Like jet skis, I guess, like, is what you're, like, is that what like, you're pitching? Basically, why haven't we been able to boil a jet ski down into just- Into two, two sticks. Two sticks that Man, you put on your feet. You might just have won yourself a Nobel Prize in water skiing. I mean, like that-, that idea. The that, very first one. Point, that changes the game. At this point in history, we should have that. We have electric skateboards. Yes, uh-huh. of course. That drive themselves. We have electric we have self-driving, bikes. Self-driving cars. Self- you're telling me we can't put a fucking motor in a couple of- in a, a couple, couple of Six-foot subs? Yeah. Well, I mean, I can tell you that on a rudimentary level, things like this have been tried. People, oh, okay. Yeah, people have tried to sort of, you know, jerry-rig some motors. Is there something like that? You, you know, the, the every time you go to the Aerospace Museum, there's that- Every uh, time there, you there's, go? What, there's that, that, what do you mean? There's that five-minute clip minute. montage of all, the, of all the people trying their How airplanes. How often are you going to the Aerospace yeah, Museum? Every weekend, you know? I mean, it's you head out fun. there every weekend out there to D.C.? <laughs> you know, they have that clip montage of the guy, of the guy sure. flapping mechanical wings. All the or, times people tried to fly. 
guy and they were yeah. like, they had a bad idea. Is there idea. something like that with water skis? Well, there's only one video clip and you got to know a guy if you want to see it. And it's uh, because it's- Is uh, that it's, guy Bill YouTube? It's pretty <laughs> Bill, well, no, Bill wouldn't touch it. His brother has it though. <laughs> what, what happened on the- Randy on the YouTube? Randy YouTube has got this one and it's on, and it's on the Randy web. YouTube Fred? <laughs> And this is, well, by the way, the Randy web, I yeah. looked it up. Yeah. It is not what you think. Oh, really? It is pretty Randy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is one clip that you can see. And I've, I've seen it, and I wish I could unsee it, but it is. The, what happened? Uh, well, it's a clip of a guy who did try to put a couple of motors onto uh, water skis for this very reason. Backfired. And the reason in his case was that he had got into a real fight with his captain. Uh, and he was well, just what like, about? Does it, is that included on the tape? Oh, uh, well, the, the, captain, the captain slept with all three of this guy's wives. Whoa! Like, what, this guy who was I mean? a uh, polygamist? No, no, no. It was one at a time. Oh, so it's like I over see. time. He's on his third marriage and he finds out this guy slept with this one too. So wow. they had a throwdown. Wow. And he said, and, and you know, by that point, this guy was an asshole. I'm going to tell you. Right. So a lot of people didn't want to put, didn't want to be his captain. He said, I don't need a captain at all. Right. And so he tried to put mode and, he went directly into the water. Whoa. These things propelled him deep into oh, the water. Oh, wow. Boy. So they were they sinking or they were just literally like- I think he must have um, <laughs> just directioned them wrong or something like oh, that. Oh, I it see. Was, Instead of like- So they uh, carried him directly did, to the ocean Horizontally, it yeah. was perpendicular. Of course, he imagined he was going to be going over the water, right? Right, you of course. Can, you can when picture you, what he one, had in mind. When one imagines water skiing, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the first thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I guess, I don't know, he just angled them wrong and they, they sent him straight into the water. Just- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right, right all down, the way down, down to the ocean's floor, right and down was into it. Davy Jones' Throw locker. Davy Jones' locker, exactly, and this was—he yeah. was doing this right over the Marianas Trench. Do you know the Marianas sure, Trenches? Sure, of course. Mm. So this was, uh, as far as we know, he is still—he's still he's headed lost. down there. He's still traveling down there. Right? Oh wow, yeah, because wow. it's so deep. As you know, I work at the car rental counter over there at the Burbank Airport. That's that is place. right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What and, did we? We've talked about it before. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, what exactly happens? What, there, do you, what happens? Yeah, it seemed like there was some sort of detail about the way you interacted with customers or Oh, I don't know. Except I'm always I, I can never sell anybody the supplemental insurance. Oh, right. That's my main problem. But I was working at the budget and funny thing happened. I walked I went to work one day and it was I was halfway through my work day before I realized that I was at Hertz and it was just I had made And a no one had cared. Nobody cared, and so now I'm at Hertz. But anyway, <laughs> Since I'm at Hertz now, I'm I'm in their system. I'm in their database. Uh-huh. And you're not gonna fucking believe this. You're Sc- jacked in, huh? Screaming Scott. From Shanana. From Shanana. Rented a car through Hertz. He never went to budget. He started he's but he is a longtime Hertz guy. He's mm. got the he's got the rewards card and everything. Mm-hmm. He has a Hertz credit card. He's always getting points. Right. Anyway, so because Hertz, of Hertz that, points. He's getting Hertz points all the time. Now because of that, I have his email address. Wow. Whoa. I got Scott's got email address, and I'm like, I'm not going to use it until I have just the right reason to use it. You know, right. I don't want to make like, an smart. Very like, smart. I, right? Very smart, because I can yes, imagine yes, yes. the minute you got it, you could have been like, hey, Screaming Scott, Exactly, and I wanted to. You know I wanted oh, to. Oh, okay. And I have, I've, I have literally like 10,000 emails to Screaming Scott in my draft folder. But anyway, <laughs> finally, when I got- Literally 10,000. Literally, yes. And I have been alerted to but that I, it's too much and I need to clean it out. But <laughs> By I, whom? By Google? I got or? a call from Tom Apple myself. <laughs> Tom Apple called me. I believe you. And I had to give him my password and everything. <laughs> mm. <laughs> anyway. Smart. Family pet good. name? Yeah. <laughs> Did he ask you to put yourself on tape? <laughs> yeah, Tom Apple? <laughs> yeah. And send him a urine sample? I had to send him everything. My oh, DNA, okay. I, everything. Yeah. But anyway, so that problem's resolved. But <laughs> you could have just spit into a cup. I don't know why. What's that? For the DNA. Anyway, go on. I had to give him a quart of blood. <laughs> <laughs> 
When I got into the Water Skiing Hall of Fame, I saw an opportunity. And I realized if I could get myself into that Hall of Fame, I can get Shanana into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, Smart. Okay. Which they I know have, is something they want. They have not They have not even nominated or? They, to the best of my knowledge, they I, have not By the way, nominated. I think the whole Hall of Fame system uh-huh. is such an asshole move to like, oh, we're going to nominate 10 bands this year, but only six are going to get in. I'll tell you one thing about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No other award show has anywhere near that amount of complaining about people who didn't get in. <laughs> I know. It is constant. For you a know. for an organization that is ostensibly pointless. Yes, and will well, allow almost anyone to Regardless of their connection to quote-unquote rock, rock and, and roll. roll. Exactly. And yeah. yet, Shana Na is not in it. I mean, does that make yeah. any sense? I mean, this I is mean, the number one interpreters of classic rock and roll in the United States. I guess that you could say that they should belong in a rock and roll interpreters hall of fame mm-hmm. because no, they're no. not they're not actually pioneers of rock Shana and roll. Shana Na has a song called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We should probably listen to it, don't you think? Sure. Let's play uh, it. By the way, right I want to do yes. a new a new podcast called Did Are you, you Bring It? Are you Shana Na ing to me? R E me? Uh-huh. Please don't. <laughs> That's my idea for a new podcast, and I might do a pilot. Uh-huh. But anyways, <laughs> I so I used Screaming Scott's email address, and I emailed Screaming Scott, and I pitched him. I said, you know what? Let me be the guy that gets you guys into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and that is now my job. And he said, you can do that. Go go, go for it. Whoa. And, and he said, I, go for it. Did wait. It, was there anything else in this email? Yeah, he, he replied to you. He replied to me. Did you tell him you were hot dog? No. <laughs> I didn't what did you? What, what did you just use HD? <laughs> I signed off under a totally different name. <laughs> Which oh. name was this? I signed off under the name Kilbasa. <laughs> well, now yeah, smart, right? Smart. So, and he said, "Yeah, do it." And I said, "If I do it, can I be in the group?" And I have. He has yet he to has re- not reply. Written, he has yeah. replied to that but email. Was, yet. This sounds like it was yeah. just recently. How long ago was this? That e- that was like uh, eighteen months ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, I'm, so, I'm sure it's imminent. Is, you know, yeah. this guy, I mean, these guys are so, fuck, if you look at yeah. their tour schedule. Just replying to the other members of Sha Na Na must take up half the day. No kidding about that. No kidding about mm. that. There, how many people are in Sha Na Na? Uh, five or six. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> uh, and is it all original members at this point? No, 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 no. no, no. They've, got, they've got some new guys in there. They've lost some guys. Is they, Bowser still in there? Bowser hasn't been in the group for a long time. <laughs> really? John Bowser uh, Bauman. John Bowser Bauman. Host, of the, a host of the Hollywood Squares. A lo- <laughs> Was back he? In, back in the... Uh, uh, when it was the Hollywood Squares game, uh, match game hour. Oh, he hosted it? He hosted one of those, yeah. Oh, wow. He either hosted the match game or he hosted the Hollywood Square. Well, I think he was, as, I think as he was, Bowser? As Bowser. Oh. I think, no, as John Bowser Bowen. He was the center square uh-huh. in Hollywood Squares, oh. and then he was the host of match game, I believe. Yeah, well, he now, he's very politically involved, and as somebody pointed out, he has never once uh, backed a candidate that won. <laughs> Uh, not even one time, but uh, okay. not even one. Time. Apparently not. Wow. Big, big but, into Dukakis. And he's, yeah, John Mondale. <laughs> he was all in for Mondale, but uh, all in. And when I say that, I mean my fist in my mouth. Oh yeah, oh. he can put his whole fist in his mouth. So now that's my job. I am crusading to get the Shanana into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How are you going to do this? Okay, it involves your listeners <laughs> writing in letters. These oh, listeners or the listeners of Shanana? The listeners, no. Well, the listeners of Shanana are presumably already on the case. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, but it, it involves uh, your, all of your listeners. You need to write a letter to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I, I actually, wonder. I wonder. I wonder if we. In, I wonder. If because could- so many people listen to this show uh-huh, uh-huh. that I think if we all for fun tried to get 
Shauna Na into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. I wonder what that would take. I, we gotta I do feel it. like we, we do need it. a little more. We need to make it one step easier for people. I feel like is okay, there yeah. like a uh, well, there's got to be an online voting. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel there, like we there, need to be giving people a thing that they can just there, do. There is okay, online right, voting, right. and I know I know that that's part of it every year now. So I guess the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has an online voting. Yeah, we could also petition the White House. Well. But I know I know that they can do it. I think it would be fun for in the name of hot dog. I wonder, uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, to get Shannon to mean, get Shannon into the Rock and Roll Hall. If of they'll fame. put Bon Jovi in there. I mean, this is what I'm saying. You know, I mean, I mean when Bon Jovi on. came out, it was like, oh, this is like, yeah. you know. You know, this is like cut-rate Boston. Bon Jovi had a whole long speech about how ridiculously long it took to get him into the Rock and Roll Hall. Oh, he, he is bitter. He, John oh. Bon Jovi has been like vocally I mean, bitter yeah. that they have not gotten in yet because, yeah. and it's all because he thinks, he, he says rather, that he, that Jan Wenner doesn't like him. That the whole thing is personal beef between Jan Wenner, uh, Rolling Stone founder, and Bon Jovi. Well, that's I good guess. information because Shannon Nine needs to butter up Jan Wenner. Oh like yeah. That. So the other the other way we could combat this is just everybody tweet Jan Wenner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where, what you about th- Shannon Nine, Jan? You, you think What about Jan Nine? Yeah. Hey, there's like a Yon like if, if Yon Wenner wanted to join Shanana and you call be upset, it and call dog? it Yanana. If you would you be upset uh, if Shanana let Yan Wenner in just to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and change their name to Yanana? I mean, I wouldn't love that. I wouldn't yeah. love it, but I would like it because if they get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, no matter how, I think that, I think I'm in the band. Yeah. You know what Wait, I'm do you want Shanana to be happy or do you want to be in the band? Uh, Which of those okay. two? I have well, a what difference does it make? The you know other thing we could try and do is see if we can get Nasha Shah in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's going to be impossible. <laughs> That's going to be hard. Nasha Shah, we have not recorded tribute, an album yet. The tribute I say, band. We would have to wait 25 years. A tribute band. A Shana tri- tribute band. The tribute band. Getting Hall into of the fame. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before. Oh, but, oh I see. The tribute band Hall of Fame. The tribute, there should be a tribute band Hall of Fame. There should be. The Electric Punks. You might have just won the Nobel Prize in Hall of Fames. Um, can can I ask? Is every other band or artist that played at Woodstock alongside Shawnana are they in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh, that's a great. I are, doubt that, it. That's a great argument. You know I, I'm I mean? sure like, there are bands that played that are not in the Rock. And Ten Roll. years after, are they in the Rock and Roll the Hall of Turtles? Fame? Is Richie Havens in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I bet. I could I see Richie are. Havens being in. I don't yeah. know about the Turtles. They might have though. put him in. The Turtles? Did the Turtles play Woodstock? Yeah, I think Jefferson so. Airplane. I gotta say, Shana, John Eddie. John Eddie's not in the Rock. Shawnana is not even part of the conversation anymore. Like, if you look oh, at the the man. list of people, like you know, they're all the way up to Depeche Mode now, and people like that. Like, I, well, I feel 20, like Shana, Shana, what is the It's limit? the fiftieth. Well, there's 25 no years twenty five years from your first record, but I, oh, there's uh-huh, no uh-huh. there's no limit of like, hey, yeah. if it's fifty years, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you haven't done it in fifty years, oh yeah. You're well, gone. Nina That's Simone right. just got in, right? But you next know? next year they put Nina Simone in, and they haven't put in Shanana. Yeah, that's an outrage. Yes, exactly. But next year's the year because of 2019. I think it should it's be the, the 50th mission. anniversary. The 50th anniversary. It's the mission of Here's everyone what, who listens to this yes. show. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> all right, all right. Because we just had the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a month ago, right? Yes. Yeah, next yeah, year yeah, is yeah, the yeah. 50th anniversary of Shannon. They, induct, they inducted. You're saying everything that I've just said. They inducted like six. <laughs> they inducted six people a month ago. Next yeah. year they should only induct Shanana. <laughs> and just make it a Shanana blowout. Oh, that would be. It. Would that be amazing? And the, the end whole jam whole session is, is just, just Shanana. Shana. Just Shana. Na, na, doing their no hits. instruments on stage. No. Just acapella, shanana. Uh, that would be amazing. Doo-wop. I mean, let's make that happen, audience of Comedy Bang Bang. There is no group that deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame more than Shanana because Shanana is a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They, 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 like they, they popularized the music to a degree that there 
even would have cause for a Hall of Fame. Yes. Well, I guess 10 years after no one was singing doo-wop anymore, they did come around the and band, sing doo-wop. 10 years after? <laughs> I'm looking on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame website for a place to vote in. I can't find it. I think maybe what happens is uh, there's a certain point when it's unveiled. But uh, what I would say oh, is yeah. sharp-eared listeners out there, they will know how to do this. Yeah. We, um, so I will tweet out a link or something okay, of instructions right, right. of how to do this. We don't know We're how gonna to do, do this. it now. We're going to do it. And to do we it for 2019, it. the 50th anniversary Th- of the This band? would be amazing. It'll, it's, be, amazing it'll be our 10th anniversary as well oh, for uh, Comedy Bang Bang. I mean, what better present to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than to, than Here's to, what I'm willing to say. Yeah. I'm willing Wait, to say. You're only willing to I'm say. I'm willing to say this. I'm <laughs> okay. Pre- I'm, and I'm going to say this as a. Promise. I would say everything say that, that you say. You are willing we, to say. If we get, I am willing to say what I'm about to say. Okay. If we get Shanana in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. They will be on this show. They will be on this show, and, and, and you, you won't hot be. Dog no, we'll get to I'm meet not, them. Oh, no, yeah. get what? to what, what I'm saying is. Oh, I thought meet them. Sure, but oh. we will. We will force them. Oh, to yeah. to. to have, give you another audition. Yes. I'm not saying that yes. that's all I want. That's not, all I want I'm not is, saying is one that, more shot. I'm not saying if Here's we get the them thing. into the ho- Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that you are in the group, I'm no, saying no, that no. they will. Well, they will yes. Our list, if our list, the transaction is if our listeners get them into the Hall of Fame, then yeah. you, they have to give you a shot. A fair shot too, a because I would imagine shot. you've auditioned. Well, although, I mean, guys, I mean, what Screaming Scott has agreed to by not responding to my email is that I will be in the band if <laughs> I get not them into the Rock I think you should walk that back a little bit. What I'm saying You're is- You're going to be disappointed. <laughs> you, every yeah. time that you've auditioned previously, they've remembered you from the previous times. Oh, it, I think it took 10 or 12 times for them to re- start to remember me, but sure, since but, then they have. Yeah. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is- They're aware of me. Clean slate. We oh. got to clean slate it. They yep. have to forget everything they've ever known about oh, what a nuisance yeah. you are, well. and they have to give you a fair shot. We never talked about this. When you oh, die, yeah. you want to be- Turned into hot dogs and force fed to humans? Well, I didn't know. I mean, look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've talked about this on previous shows. I know. Not, not during the break. Force fed or just Or just fed. fed like or used, as, used as nourishment. Well, things have changed. Like, I, I am going to be turned into hot dogs when I die. That's Approximately 29, I remember you were saying. I think it yielded Roughly about 27, 29 hot dogs. And is does what that you... fluctuate with your weight? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have to go update That's my will. That's the only way it fluctuates. Yeah, I would yeah, imagine. yeah. And every time I lose, if I lose like about five pounds, I'll go to my lawyer and I'll update my will because, you know. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are you going to do just a plain, mm. uh, uh, a plain casing and then just your just body, your meat. Your, just your body meat in there? Are you going to like put some, are you going to bring it to Brian and Ronaldo and have them maybe bring it to Brian and have him put some like apple or some cheese or some smoked something in there, like really spice it up into a nice sandwich kind of hot dog. Uh, I really just want myself to be the only ingredient was uh-huh. my yeah. sort of plan. You know? By the way, August Lint mm-hmm. was going to do this for you, right? Oh yeah, that's right. August oh, Lint yes. was going to take care of for, for me out there in Germany because he's a sort of food science man. And <laughs> yes. uh, I think he, primarily he's a guy who likes to chop people up. Yeah, <laughs> Food science, like you said, food science, oh, okay. like molecular food gastronomy. <laughs> right. Like, you know, turning hot dog into hot dog meat. And yeah, well, he's at a salt, the molecular level. He's a salt inspector, you know, and so right, that's, yeah. that's impre- <laughs> that, that, that impresses me. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, he, I'm going to be get turned into a number of hot dogs, and then at first I was going to be fed to my ex-wife. That was my plan. Force-fed. Well... <laughs> or fed. Uh, you know, she offered, and then... Or she tricked. Did, yeah, tricked. Yeah, I did. Okay, offered first, then tricked. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's I right. Think, okay. I don't think the... Off, I think the offer is a trick. Uh, I don't right, think, right, right. 
you're you're skipping right to the truth. But if for for some reason you would first say, "Do you want a hot dog made out of your ex husband's body?" I think that's only polite. And then Uh if she says no, thank you, then you then you trick. Then you do an elaborate ruse (laughs) to get. By the way, Jason just mimed a circle as if he's walking out with the hot dog on a tray into another room and then coming right back into the room saying, "I have a different hot dog." First Uh, roller skates, man. From the first (laughs) offer, she's gonna be really her her. Yeah, yeah, for for hot dogs of any kind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but then then you may recall there was a period of time where I was my plan was to have those hot dogs served to the members of Sean Anna because I was real mad at those guys at that time. (laughs) But I have since I've taken that right out of my will. That is no longer in my will. But I just updated it because you might have heard, you know, Mitt Romney. You remember Mitt Romney? Mitt Romney from the uh, the presidential race. I think um, I think Bowser might have backed him. (laughs) (laughs) Bowser might have backed Mitt Romney. But Mitt Romney recently was asked, "Who's your favorite water skier?" And he said, hot dog. And I was thrilled with that. And then he... I don't know that that was the. What was? The I think that's question, what I read. No, the question that was asked of him. What was the question? I uh, I believe someone was asking him what his favorite meat was. Oh. And he said. He said hot dog was his favorite. favorite meat? He said my favorite meat is hot dog. Oh, I thought that he had said the hot dog was his favorite water skier. No, well, no, it doesn't no. matter. It works either way. Because when I heard that, I thought, well, I should be served to him. You know what I mean? If somebody, if sure, because I don't hear that very often. Somebody says their favorite water skier. Such a compliment. Skier. It's a big compliment. Also, from it was a very weird that Mitt Romney like that. said hot dog singularly. <laughs> he said, "My favorite meat is hot dog." Well, now I'm, Wait, I obviously heard quote. it wrong. This is a quote, Jason. My oh, favorite God. meat is hot dog. And then he also said, "My second favorite meat is hamburger, <laughs> but I like hot dog the best." Oh no! <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. So I can see. Why you were confused because a human, is a human being does not talk and like yet, that about the food. And yet, I would so much rather prefer him to be my president. <laughs> <sighs> Than Hillary, I get it, um, yeah, yeah. but uh, but so Wait, I can see why you're does confused. Does this show exist in a in a universe where Hillary is president? Oh, I, I, just, <laughs> I can see why you're confused because when one mentions hot dog singular, it's yeah. usually about you. That's right. Yeah. So huh. I was a little confused. Well, anyway, but I just updated my will to, to have, be, you're now going to be served to Mitt I'll Romney. Be served to Mitt Romney once. Do one, you when I have the hot it dogs. in your will who will serve you to Mitt Romney? Is is like there? It, it does your for example? Does the captain of your boat? Take your hot dogs and serve them. To, like, is is there a person? Or the spotter? In, yeah, or, is there a person in charge give of the this? spotter more to do? Or is it yeah, it's John right, Bowser right. Bauman? Uh, it's I, well, what I have said over at Brian and Ronaldo's down there in Redondo, <laughs> they've got a girl who, uh, you know, she'll bring the food to your to your table. But I've always it's said a waitress. Yeah, they've got a girl who does that. <laughs> they've wow, got a girl that them. will bring the food to the table. Wowie, huh? Yeah, but I don't know if she's really because you pay for it at the register. I don't know if she's a waitress. Anyway, okay, so she okay. But I, my whole thing was, guys, you got to do a thing. I, you got to, I got to be able to order from my car, and she should come out on roller skates because I'm a big fan of roller skating waitresses. Right. And so, anyway, that's how I imagine Mitt Romney being served my hot dogs by a, a girl, or because it's gonna be a lot of hot dogs, maybe a couple of girls. This particular girl in, from in Brian and Ronaldo's. Yeah, but she. Well, I mean, I'd like. This girl, uh, you her, seem fascinated with her. Well, yeah, yeah. She, her name is Janine. Oh, and uh, yeah, she's 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 really sweet. She's good. Yeah, she's a good kid. Anyway, I'd like to see her in a tiny, tiny, tiny little skirt <laughs> on a pair of roller skates, uh, serving me. Serving you. You'd like to see her. I'd like to see that serving you. So serving wait, how me. are you going to see that though? Like from from the great beyond? How or? do we know we're yeah. not sentient when we're dead? And you, you know, also, what I mean? right. are your eyes part of the hot dogs? Do they get ground down into the body meat? Yeah, are the eyeballs involved? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't know. That you don't know that eyeballs are part of hot dogs. I yeah. didn't know that. There's a lot of eyes. Because part dogs. of me wonders, like, would you want your <laughs> eyes to be left? There outside? is no eye in hot dog. Yeah. 
Would you want your eyes to be left outside so they can watch what's happening? You know. Oh, uh, I see what you're talking so about. So, like, yeah, just mm-hmm. pluck the eyeballs out. Yeah, yeah. And just yeah. arrange them on a tray. <laughs> yeah. Well, but and here have, is a, have an a idea. different girl on roller skates, like you know, skating around with your eyeballs looking at. I like that idea a lot, but you're inspiring me to think of another, a different idea, which feels like it, I know it would work. Okay. Which is if, if right now I donated a part of myself to become a hot dog. Ooh, okay. And I then like this. I got to watch Janine serve that to Mitt okay. Romney, and then lean over to him and say, "Hey, you know what you're eating?" <laughs> and which part? I have one one question and one question only. Okay, and I believe it's Scott's <laughs> which part question of your as well. Body are you, are you making into one hot dog? <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> well, I would have to fit neatly in a bun. <laughs> yeah. You know, sure, sure, yeah. Um, but other than that, I Hot have dog. no. <laughs> You're gonna slice off your penis and mail it to Janine in the hopes, in a bun, in the hopes that she gives it to Mitt Romney. Yeah, this. I mean, this is a new plan, but I like it to just sit, uh, cut off. First my- of all, you have to get Mitt Romney into Brian and Ronaldo's, <laughs> or in his car out front. Sure, okay. even though they don't have roller skating waitresses there, not yet. <laughs> All I gotta do is get Janine a pair of roller skates and a real tiny, tiny little skirt. And you so wait, to- you're gonna send all of this in a box? <laughs> a pair of roller skates, a tiny skirt, and your penis? In a hot in dog a bun. And then I, be- all I, then all Are I you got- gonna cook it? Oh, or is this a job for August Lind? August Lind, uh, we'll probably smoke it, you know. Obviously, you want to be turned into hot dogs and consumed. Uh-huh. Why not do it in a way that is at one of these celebrations where you are mixed in amongst the hot dogs in a hot dog eating contest. Oh, well, that's not a bad idea, too. I mean, right. there's a lot of different ways to accomplish this. I mean, but because once I have served my penis to Mitt Romney, I think <laughs> I think at that point, that, that itch will have been scratched in terms of, like, having somebody eat. By the oh. way, you're never going to be able to scratch that itch down there <laughs> uh, once, be, once it, that's gone. It'll be gone. I think... But, it's, you're going to have phantom memory of that I think if you can get that done, yeah. we can get Sean and I in the Rock and Roll <laughs> No, look... If you can get that done, anything's possible. We really, have a lot of big goals. Big goals are coming out big of this. Big goals for 2019. Yeah. yeah. Number six. Oh, there we go. Yes. Number six, cheesing out the wave D-hole. Cheesing out the wave D-hole. So towards the end there, we made a solemn vow that we were going to get Shanana into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. <laughs> Um, a listener even started a petition. It might have been a government petition to the White House. I'm not sure for Shanana to be inducted I into sure the remember when this happened, Rock yeah. and Roll Hall of Fame. I signed it. I think. Um, I will say the other day the inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2019 were announced, and Radiohead was there, and The Cure was there, and guess who was not there with Shanana? Bob Dylan. Yeah, he was inducted so long ago. He's like so he of, wasn't there. He wasn't there, but he's already in. Yeah, so I'm answering I mean, the question gr- you asked. Granted, he was not inducted I mean, as a member of the Traveling Wilburys. Okay, but you know, I'm ask, I'm answering the question that you asked. So when do they get so <laughs> so desperate for rock and roll royalty that they're yeah. like Traveling Wilburys? You're in. <laughs> urine. Urine got in there. <laughs> urine. <laughs> the concept of urine. Could you, if you were in like Depeche Mode and you've wanted to get into (laughs) the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for so long, and then they announce you, they're like, we only have two inductees this year, Depeche Mode and the concept of urine. (laughs) By the way, we're shutting down after this ceremony. (laughs) So the concept of urine gets in first and then Depeche (laughs) Depeche Mode, Mode, the very last people. Closed for business. (laughs) 
Well, I was sorry to hear about Shauna uh, uh, not getting in. Um, that was a that was a fun episode, inspired, I believe, simply by Mitt Romney <laughs> saying that his favorite meat was hot dog, <laughs> or like approximately right. two weeks earlier. That's right. I was like, Andy, <laughs> let's get into the studio. Your country needs you. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Um, when we come back, we are going to be listening to number five. We are getting so high in this I countdown. I can't even believe it. Can you believe it? We'll be right back with more Comedy Bang Bang after this. <laughs> this holiday season, Earwolf wants to spread some cheer. That's right. Cheerwolf, if you will. We've got special episodes all over the network just for you. Who do we got? We got Andrew T. and Tani Newsom talk to Kulop Vilaisak about holiday racism. That's fun on Yo! Is This Racist? On Unspooled, take a deep dive into AFI's favorite Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Off Book has not one, not two, but three holiday-themed musicals for you to indulge in. Surprise! All the special holiday episodes of With Special Guest are out from behind the paywall as a gift to you. You can also check out a very special Improv for Humans episode, Best of the Bible, on my other show, Are You Talking R.E.M. Re-Me, The Scots, me and Adam Scott talk about every R.E.M. holiday single released, and of course, nothing else. Sean and Hayes hit the slopes with Adam Pally on a very festive episode of Hollywood Handbook. On Beautiful Anonymous... Chris Gethard is taking calls for New Year's resolutions from you. Tune in on Earwolf's Facebook page. Marissa and Lister get a special listener call in with a heartfelt proposal on Womp It Up, followed by the Christmas Wamptacular released from behind the paywall. And if that's not enough, check out even more special holiday apps from How Did This Get Made, Getting Curious, Who Charted, and Freedom. Happy holidays, happy listening, and a merry Cheerwolf to all. <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang! Comedy Back here Bang here! With Paul F. Tompkins, Scott Hello. Ackerman here. We are counting down your top 14 episodes of the year, and we're so high in this countdown right now. You are hearing the crown jewels, as far as I'm concerned, of Comedy Bang Bang you in, are these, in these episodes. the crown jewels. <laughs> You're hearing the family jewels of Comedy Bang Bang. <laughs> You're hearing Run the Jewels right now. You're not listening to us. You're hearing Jewel. Famously found in a van. She was found in a found van. Found dead in a now, van. Then she came back to life? She died as she lived in a van. <laughs> Down by the river. Do you think she was ripping off Chris Farley? <laughs> Jewel was ripping off Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. Now it can be told. I've always said she is the new Chris Farley. Jewel. You know, it's, I never made that connection before. You've been saying that for a long time. <laughs> Oh, Chris Farley, by the way, the anniversary of his passing 20, was it 20? Yeah, I believe the 20th year uh, just happened. Congratulations. <laughs> nope. Uh, boy, I don't know why I brought that up. <laughs> Much like uh, in the Conan O'Brien episode, he didn't know why I kept bringing up uh, people who had passed away. Well, I don't know. It's a, a verbal tick with me. Yeah, he could have let it go, though. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. It's true. And look, the older you get, the more you talk about death. Though, what is it about? And I know this; it's just a cliche. But, but, uh, and your parents are no longer with us, of no. course. So Ooh. you, you touch wood. <laughs> you think they might come back to life? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if people came back to life, and I'm not talking about zombies where they're mindless. No, just people start crawling out of the grave. Yes. Would you be here? Oh, they do, but they do crawl out of the grave. They crawl themselves out of the grave, but they're sentient. They're like, hey, I'm back. Would it be nice to see people? No. 
It wouldn't. It wouldn't, right? It wouldn't, especially if you've moved on. We've achieved finality. I mean, yeah, if maybe you, if the if, wound is still fresh, you'd be like, well, if you're, dang, if you're in, I thought I lost you. If you're up to dabbed before you get to yeah, dabbed, dabbed up, uh, yeah. Then any so time you're at that end, period, we've talked about denial, anger, anger, bargaining, de- de- death, yourself. No, what's the second D? De- de- digression? Destiny's child. <laughs> <laughs> never denial, going to get it, never anger, going to get it. Oh, that's bargaining. Dab? Dab. Denial? Depression. Depre- really? Depression? I think so. Is it depression? Let me look up Dabda. We will see. Engineer Sam is... Uh, Who can get to Dabda first? Dabda. The race is on. Oh, I looked up Danda instead. Oh, what's that stand for? Denial. Okay. Well, d- anger, Danda in nougat. Indic scripts, the Danda is a punctuation character. Which is a sort of glyph. It's a real punctuation character. All right, Dabda, here we go. We got denial, anger, bargaining, depression. You're right. So just depression. Yeah. That's a terrible part of it. It makes sense, though, that that would come right before acceptance. Because I guess because at first you're like, no, 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 not happening. Then fuck, why did this happen? And then look. <laughs> if if this doesn't happen, I'll make you a deal. Look, God, I'll eat all my vegetables if you'll if bring you my mom make- back. <laughs> and then, fuck, what was I trying to bargain with God for? And then at the end, you're like, oh, okay. That's so, the, 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 the. Hey, your husband died. The transition from depression into acceptance. It seems like depression is the low. I guess this is like classic movie structure, though. You know, like right uh, before the third act where everything is resolved is when everything is the lowest. It is clamostru. <laughs> Um, but how, uh, uh, classic movie structure, hopefully, of course. Yes. I knew what you're talking about. (laughs) Hopefully if you're out there experiencing Dabda right now, you're getting to that. Uh, Hey, are you in the middle of Dabda right now? If you are, hope you can hang in there and get all the way to, uh, why were we talking about any of this? Talking (laughs) about, uh, oh yeah. Parents. They just don't understand. That's what I wanted to say. Yes. No, but why is it that all the, anytime you catch up with them, all they can talk about is who's sick, who died. It's fun. <laughs> That's why. Look, they're retired. It's like a gossip columnist. Yeah. Oh, you'll never guess who dead. died. <laughs> That's how I want to deliver that news from now on. You will never guess who's died. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you hear who died? Did you hear who died? Uh, Nelson who died? <laughs> he didn't die in prison. Nope. He was released. Um, <laughs> the specials sang about it. And the specials sang about Dabda? No. <laughs> Dabda. No, they sang about freeing Nelson Mandela. Free Nelson Mandela. Would it have killed them to make a song about Dabda? Would it have ki- Hey, is it uh, distracting if I lean way <laughs> Yeah, back I think track? so. You got to get up near but that I mic. But I can project. These are not directional mics. Hey, would it have killed the specials to sing a song about Dabda? <laughs> Come on back. Come on back. Come on back. Here we go. All Here right. I am. Paul, we got to get to it. This is yeah. your number five. Number five. All right. Number five. This Just ought to be good. Four weeks later, f- episode 554. A double Fortnite? If you can believe it. A double Fortnite. Are you playing Fortnite, by the way? I've never played it. Is it? Uh, I don't know anything about it. All I know is everyone plays it, and someone does a dance in it. Everyone plays it. There are dances. These are little uh, uh, emotions. Is it a game? 
it's a game, but then if you do something, you can. A lot of games have this where you can. I forget what that. that God damn, it just came up the other day. There's a thing that you do that you can do after like a little victory move a or celebratory something. move or yes. something. And one of them is the the Carlton. The Carlton from the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's right. But as speaking Dave, of parents not understanding, as Dave Holmes pointed out on Twitter and caught a lot of heat for it, but he's not wrong. It was started that that move absolutely was created by Belinda Carlisle. Oh, the Mad About You, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she exactly. Tried, yeah, exactly. She yeah. she did it when uh, I went to see her, uh, Jimmy Pardo, and I went to see her Why recently. Why wouldn't she do it? Of course she's going to do it. She she's Belinda Carlisle. She's Belinda goddamn Carlisle. Of course she's going to do the Carlton. Then it was stolen by Bruce Springsteen, Dancing in the Dark. Well, I, I must say <laughs> that A modified that was, Belinda. That was first. Dancing in the Dark was first and no. then Belinda. Yeah. Really? That's just how everyone danced back then, though. I danced like that when I was in junior high. Did you really? Yeah. That's like the only, like, because it feels stupid to like dance funky, you know, when it's the 80s and you're in junior Are you high. saying funky? Funky. <laughs> funky. Get in my belly. Get in my belly, funky. <laughs> All right, this is episode 554. This is an episode called Edutainment Squad. <laughs> and uh, I have to say, this is one of my favorite episodes that I did this year. I thought you were going to say, I have to say, I don't like this one. <laughs> Not my <laughs> cup of tea. <laughs> Number five, Weird. No, this was, uh, I had a ball doing this one. This is uh, with Thomas Middleditch and Horatio Sands. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll tell you what happened on this episode. Uh, of course, if you're listening to this, I've talked about this many years previous. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen on this show. A lot of times. True. Uh, it, it will go, it runs the gamut from people coming in and bringing something that they want to talk about, but I, I have no idea where we're going to go to people themselves not even knowing what they're going to do. And um, Thomas and Horatio are two people who usually don't know what they're going to do and put mm -hmm. no thought into it. <laughs> but um, this, Great to finally get them together. <laughs> <laughs> this one was really fun because um, Thomas, and you'll hear it in the clip, uh, I start talking to him as Lyle Cummings. He just had a name, Lyle Cummings. Mm -hmm. And he is a Southern sherbet salesman. <laughs> um, and he tells us about that before he, I, I, uh, we kind of like run out of things to talk about in terms of sherbet or it gets too crazy. I can't recall. So he's like, well, that wasn't my, that, I, I haven't always been that. I've had other jobs. Um, and so we talk about his first job, which was he was hired to choke out middle schoolers. <laughs> He just threw that out there. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? Why are they hiring you to do this? And he explained that it was so popular with teenagers to try to asphyxiate each other mm -hmm. that they realized they needed to hire an adult to do it safely at the schools. Okay. So that's the backstory you need to know. Um, but he starts to I, – I start saying, like, why did they hire you? And he says, well, you have to call our superintendent to find out. And he just threw that out there. And luckily, we had uh, the working telephone right. uh, apparatus in the studio, which does not always work sometimes. I've tried oh, is to, that so? I've tried to get it hooked up several times before and after, and it's a crapshoot as to whether it's going to work. So a lot of times when someone's doing a phone call, they'll try to do it like this, and they'll cover the mic, and they'll be like, hey, how you doing? I'm Rochester from I'll, Rochester, New York. I'll admit I've done that. And uh, I'm, not, I, I'm not too proud to admit I've done that. <laughs> You're very proud, though. I'm very prideful. And it goes before a fall. It truly does. I'm hoping to see that fall today I, I on hope, this episode. I, I hope the seven guy kills me pride style. <laughs> so normally people just cover the mic or whatever, but we had the working phone hooked up to the board. 
And Horatio, I, I, I think you'll hear it in this clip. Uh, Thomas Aslyle Cummings says, well, you got to call the superintendent. And we're like, uh, yeah. And I'm like gesturing over to get the phone. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if it was you, Sam, if you were there. You were there. Sam oh, was nodding his assent. Sam was there. And um, Sam, you either hooked it up or, or however it, it was already hooked up. I'm not really sure. Don't get on mic. And, um, <laughs> and uh, but it was, thankfully we handed it it over to Horatio and Horatio just ran with it and created uh, this character of uh, Peppers McGilly. Um, so let's listen to this truly insane episode called Edutainment Squad. This is your number five. Number five. What is the purpose of having you there if you don't have medical equipment, if you're not uh, undergoing any kind of you're safety gonna equipment? You're going to have to call the superintendent. Should I? <laughs> I got his it? number. You're still you doing have it? You his number? Uh, yeah. I, no, no, no. I, I only did it for a couple of years. I'm telling you, that stuff sticks with you. Okay, let's uh, let's call him. Here we All go. Right. What's his name? Uh, uh, pe- penis. <laughs> what is, <laughs> I'm just joking. What is he? I'm just joking. You're joking. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> no, it, I was going to say. His name was something weird like that. Pepper. Oh, Peppers McGilly. Peppers McGilly. All right, let's call him. <laughs> Can we get Peppers on the line? Here we go. You have his number. Great. Okay, you're putting it in. Peppers McGilly. Hey, Superintendent, and I believe, I don't know if he still is, but at 88, 89, it certainly was, and this was his pilot right, we'll program just call the to school. strangle these kids. We're calling the school right now, and, uh... Hello? Hi. Hey! It, it, this, Hello? This Peppers, Peppers McGilly, do you remember my voice? It's Lyle Cummings. Hi, Lyle. How are you? <laughs> hey, buddy. I was, uh, uh I, you know, I strangled oh, the man, teens. Oh, man, this is a great... I, it's nice to hear your voice again. Pleasure to hear your voice, too. Oh, heck, we were just talking the other day. I was over there at Barnum's, and uh, they were saying, where, where did that guy go? And I was like, well, I don't know. probably choking kids out in some other town over there. <laughs> no, I got out of that game years ago. I'm selling Sherbert now. <laughs> Oh, good for you. Good yeah. for you. Out and of a truck or something? Out of a truck. Anyhow, I got this Peppers radio host Hi, here. Scott Ackerman here from Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, look at there. Hey, how are you, Scott? I'm good. You ever seen my television show? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. I, I, look, I look past it, and, uh, and I, some of it makes me real, real happy. Okay, well, great. Um, I'm sorry about the other parts. <laughs> but, oh, you know, I, I got children and a wife. I can't just sit in front of a television set all day like some people. Okay, well, That's Peppers, true. can I ask you some questions about this uh, joking kids out? And Oh, yeah, it became a real big problem in the 90s. I don't know. If, hey, it this, got, yeah, it got worse. I, I it left, got worse I left. after 89 when you left? Yeah, I I, it was getting too bad. I said, I said to Pepper, you remember I went to your office. I yeah. can't handle this no And the thing, too, the guys we hired, they're kind of like just starting to choke people out that weren't even asking for it. So, I mean, it started becoming an epidemic on their end also. So, just, so the yeah, people you brought in to fix the problem were the, a bigger problem than the original we, problem. Affirmative. You know, you know how you go to war, you come back, you're a changed man. <laughs> That's what I've heard, yeah. That's, I mean, a lot of these guys that went into the choking teens program, the S S T P the S S T P the C T P I mean oh the C T the C T choking teens program you come out and you can't stop choking oh really so you didn't stop choking I've been I've been choke free for only about six years so I went a long time that's a long 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 time we're we're petitioning the county now to build a a memorial wall for all the chokers. 
that the Board of Education hired. So we're going to have a big wall. The chokers? Not the people who, who died? You're just going to have They're going to have their own thing, but the, <laughs> this is more this more focuses on the epidemic of young men that were working for the Board of Education and a force to choke people out. Okay, so you're putting up a memorial wall That's right. for the people you hired to choke these teens. Uh, and it's gonna. And we're starting. We're petitioning the county now. We're starting to do some fundraising, and uh, and I'd love you to come in. Oh, bless forward. you, Peppers. Bless you. <laughs> that is so. It, it warms my heart. You know, it's such an under uh, discussed thing that's going on in our mm, country. What a great way to put it. Under and discussed. And, 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 you know, thing. This Sherbert thing doesn't work out. You know, you always got it. <sighs> job back yeah in. i don't know if i could maybe uh, you could come back and do a like is would there be a ribbon cutting around this or something an alumni <laughs> yes yeah, i mean i'd love to yeah but i'd like to put you in front of the kids and just have you do an assembly hall a performance or peppers can, can i ask how did you get how did you get this job you sound very unqualified to shepherd oh, young you. children <laughs> he's a superintendent of superintendent of education superintendent how of and, and ever since County. the 80s or I've been here for a long time well i'm a, uh, I know I don't sound it, but I'm uh, I'm 94 years old. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, 94 how years do, young. I like to say. How do you keep uh, your voice from sounding that old? Uh, I'm all, I'm constantly War- doing I, I vocal warmups. Moist, I put moisturizer on a on a rubber dilly, <laughs> and I just tickle my tonsils with that. And just keep yep. everything moist. Yep. He's a big gravy guy. <laughs> I remember you being in, really uh, into gravy, and I I I, I have no. Uh, well, scientific either, you're either in the gravy or ranch. For gravy or ranch, everybody can be one or the other. I, there's an old saying where we come from. If you're if you're not knee deep in gravy, your ass is somewhere else. I don't know. I think if you eat too much gravy, you're gonna you know add an ARD to the end of gravy and wind up what? there. Oh boy, grave graveyard. Oh, you're gonna wind up at the graveyard because I've it clogs the arteries. Oh god. But I don't know. You're 94 years young. Oh, so. Bob, I've had to cut back on my escorts for sure. On uh, your what? Your escorts? On my escorts. Yeah. Every weekend, uh, my wife and I would uh, allow me to have sex with an escort. Every you know, weekend? Kept me young, but it also was a dangerous game. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, 52 uh, different escorts. I couldn't feel my, my left foot for a while because of all the Cialis that was pumping through my heart. Wow. But uh, we got her done. Well, why do it if you? Why do it if you need Cialis to do it? It doesn't seem like it would be that fun for you if you need. If you're not excited by the whole, uh, <laughs> it's not an excitement issue, Scott. Uh, you can still get her out, but then your Peter don't work. Then okay, you see, bump into Cialis. Some okay. men have uh, difficulties <laughs> making their brain connect with their danger. Okay, that's not you though. Oh, I actually have what is known as permanent erection syndrome. Per- oh, so you have PES. P- you have PES. Is you that still so- got that? I do, and uh, oh, a lot man. of a lot of guys say so. Wow, what the heck's wrong with that? That sounds fantastic. He could just do about just about anything. That's, that one, that's the one only complaint we got from parents was when he was strangling out kids and he <laughs> that's had a the full only heart, heart on. <laughs> because they assumed Look. that that was causing it. Look, I, I wish I could put that thing away. And a God yeah, has... Please put it away, by the way. God if, has if cursed out. me with a real meaty package. Oh, my gosh. You could see it through thick trousers, denim... I mean, there's nothing yeah, you can have to hide it. I so wore I hammer loop, double cargo pant, dickies, and you could still see 
You could still. Uh, that's that's too bad. So how does it affect your life then, Lyle? Well, a lot of people think I'm just ready to go when I'm just trying to order a burger. Yeah. I still have uh, my badge. I still have my. You have a, what badge do you have? Or what were you issued? I was issued a standard issue, Macon County, Georgia, Georgia, uh, Edutainment. Edutainment? There was a, so that's like a, educating with entertainment. That's right. It's a term we came up with here that I I, I fostered in a few sheriffs of uh, edutainment. Yeah, sheriffs. So 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 you were issued a badge. Why didn't Peppers? Why did you, you collect his badge? You weren't issued a service weapon either, were you? I, I did. Yeah, I had about I had, a, I had two revolvers. I was trained in akimbo technique. Akimbo technique. I was trained in a dual pistol. (laughs) That's where you're using both at the same time? I was trained to use both at the same time. Okay. And you were issued two service revolvers and a badge. You didn't have to. Yes. Scott, do you think that somehow we didn't, for some reason, didn't strangle these kids in front of a live audience? (laughs) I guess I. I guess I thought you were doing That's it off to the, the side. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, we we, we a live audience, them. not of kids. At lunchtime, yeah. we corralled them into the gym. We had an outfit from Los Angeles that kind of helped us stream. <laughs> so, an audience <laughs> coordinator. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to understand, this was early, late eighties, early nineties. So, streaming, right. you were Very getting expensive. that little printout, <laughs> uh, the dot matrix. Sure. Yeah. And it was printout after printout, but you would wow. you would clearly be able to see an wow. adult strangling. A team. Okay, and, uh, and we made beta videos, and uh, they're all around the videos. To what end? Were you selling these, or oh, yeah, we we're selling them to raise money for uh, for, the, for the raise this wall, <laughs> this stop. wall I want the, the, the memorial wall for <laughs> you for stranglers. That so were, wait, <laughs> you are hiring stranglers to pay for a wall to memorialize the stranglers the that you hired? The snake was eating its tail. There's no <laughs> doubt. Scott, no you, doubt. You got to understand. It's the bureaucracy in any township you're going to find in any county. That you have to deal with a lot of it. Yeah, you, you have okay. to understand. When I came in to uh, to the to the scene to these sure. to these teams. You have to understand that there was about four to five teens dying <laughs> so between, per day. Between four and five. Between four to five teens. We had to start bringing teens from other counties, other uh, counties just to just fill to, up the seats just in the to, school. <laughs> to plump the numbers. Now, they were dying every day from self-strangulation. Uh, unsupervised strangulation. Unsupervised strangulation. So that's why we brought in the task force. The the CTP? The CTP. Okay. And that's why I got my badge. That's why I was trained in dual okay. pistols. Akimbo technique. Akimbo technique. Right. Were the others trained in the similar technique? or Everyone specialized. Okay. So it was so like the Dirty a, Dozen where <laughs> a couple, there was one fellow who specialized in katana. Okay. Someone else had ninja stars. It's true. It's like you were there. One guy could throw a playing card into a watermelon. Okay. So this is yeah. like the Suicide Squad or something. I'll just... Uh, it, just I don't a ragtag group of <laughs> Wait, fellers that weren't really a part of anything in their own world. But much like the Suicide Squad, were you putting collars, explosive collars around their necks in order to blow up their brains if they didn't comply with your wishes? I, could, I, I did have... We did put the bomb around one guy, and then he went and uh, robbed the bank and... <sighs> Claimed that yeah, that was a bad idea. We shouldn't idea. have singled him out for no reason. <laughs> it was. Well, uh, we did have, but we had uh, locked neck stuff. devices that we had on a lot of the fellows because that was part of the 
their probation. Well, we, okay, everyone were, was on probation. Who many did this? of them were on probation. <laughs> you were on they, probation, Lyle? At the time, yes, because oh, okay. I was I was still in and out of jail for all that dick sucking I've been doing. Okay, so that was before this job. Okay. Yes, sir. You, so you have to understand that when when the day when the whistle blew, <laughs> and the CTP had <laughs> finished their work day, we weren't allowed to go home. We were okay. all put down <laughs> you in the... You finished your work day. You're not allowed to go home. We were all put down in the basement of the school. Oh, okay. And our necks were chained to each other. Okay. <laughs> in the basement. We had, and then ho- yeah, we had the- housing issues right from the get-go. Okay, so Peppers, you're you're incarcerating these people. In a way, yeah. <laughs> in every way. They're unable to leave. They're they're chained to each other. Apparently, you're at a school that doesn't have bells ringing. It has whistles blowing at the end of the day. Well, we had a lot of unwelcome attention from uh, people uh, outside the county that wanted to participate and become stranglers, maybe for not the best reasons. <laughs> I, I don't think the these. people who you hired are doing it for the best I'm reasons. I'm doing it for the kids. Oh, oh the kids. So they wouldn't – yeah, to – so they wouldn't choke each other out, maybe do it in a dangerous way. We had supervised chokers and stranglers coming into all these schools. Yeah, I know the premise. And we had, <laughs> I guess we had started getting the wrong type of fella, wrong t- type of a fella that was kind of just choking everybody out. So we had to have I, all I remember him. Uh, you, you want, we'll, we'll drop a name because he's behind bars, okay. so he can't do no more harm. Oh, really? What's his name? Tubbit Tunkin. Tubbit Tunkin. <laughs> yeah. Big feller. And he's behind bars. Seven though. foot two. Hands like grapes. Just a big guy. Wait, his hands, hands like are grapes. like grapes? Just <laughs> big old, you know, like big grapes. Whole, like a whole. Well, but the grapes, grapes. grapes even the biggest grape. of grapes oh, yeah, like are about, bunch. oh, like a bunch. Okay. I was going to say. Like a big old bunch of buying a plastic bag of Big Wiggy. <laughs> okay, got it. So he's got <laughs> hands. <laughs> hands that are slightly bigger than. Hands, they big old hands, and this fella would stomp around. You knew he was coming. You knew Tubbert Tubbert was coming, right? And he he may be yeah he 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 may have been in it for the wrong reasons. Hashtag wrong reasons. Why is he incarcerated currently? I believe it's some related hashtag charges. Incarcerated currently. <laughs> hashtag incarcerated currently. We're just dropping hashtags on the show, by the way. If you want to use any of them while you tweet about the show, I'd really hashtag appreciate make it. An education squad. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure that you want a, any attention drawn to what you're doing at the school. Well, Tubbit, are, we, are you still talking about Tubbit? Yeah, oh, we're talking about yeah, Tubbit. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the reason why he's is he still in jail. is he's still incarcerated? He's incarcerated. Peppers. He, he talked. To, he talked us into a new method of choking kids out, where he would just sit on them for several seconds. Okay. Uh, and one afternoon, he he just sat on a group of like seven kids. And they okay. Were, they were. And that was what he was arrested for. That's when he was finally arrested. For for quantity, because he was doing it in bulk. <laughs> you have to understand, Scott. He was eluding police for years. Oh, we would we would find these kids. Our kid would come to me. I put my hands up to his neck or his or her neck, and I'd see there on the chest. I see butt marks. I say, "What the heck is going?" When you on? say butt marks, it means like skid marks uh, or the impression. Of- definite impression of a butt. <laughs> okay, you could see the rivets on the jeans. You know, you could see <laughs> okay. the butt mark. I see. I see. And and like I, the I five hundred one symbol. I was saying to uh, someone. I said. I remember saying to you. I said, someone isn't strangling these kids. Someone is sitting on them. Okay, so, and that's, did you... uh, Years this was going on, and police couldn't find a suspect. (laughs) 
The we police are coming by. Again, They're we fine with everything except for someone sitting on the kids. This was indoors. Is, are yeah. the police in your pocket or something? No, or they're not. No? They are good friends of ours. I mean, we all know each other. We you recognize know. the problem. They, they yeah. were the one that helped us organize the arena aspect of it because right, the with parking the audience coordinator. Would, you know, sometimes these kids wouldn't get fully passed out, and there'd be a ride on the hands, and parents are saying, I want you to choke my kid again. He didn't pass out. And I said, ma'am, I made your child pass out. You know, it would be a bit – sometimes they would get into turn into riots. Right, right. So we need the police. Peppers, uh, you have just strange ideas about education. Now, why, how did you ever get interested in, in acquiring this job? Well, my mother – whom I lived with. Um, we all do that usually, unless, you know, our mothers. Until about a week ago. Away. Oh. When she passed. Um, oh, I'm so, so sorry, a week my ago. My mother's work was in. When education. you say about a week ago, what do oh, you. About, about a, what day is it today? I don't know. Uh, today's Monday. Mm, yeah, so it's been about a week. She, she, okay. she lived to a ripe old days because you're 94. <laughs> yeah. She was 126. Oh, my God. Uh, well, one of the oldest women in all of the world. Wow, congratulations on that fact, although now she is not. But, you know, it's a Jesus. thing. She's been around so long that it's like enough already, kind of. It's, it's too bad when you die, you know, you automatically no longer have that uh, that record anymore. You know what I mean? That's like the only yeah. record that you can have that you can lose by dying. Like, if you're the person who uh, ate, you know, the most amount of hot dogs in a minute or whatever, you don't lose that when you die. But if you're oldest person and you die, you're no longer the oldest person. It's really sad. When Unless you you're the, the oldest person, like, in living ever. Right, yeah. No, There's that, only one of those. Yeah, who's that? Um, uh, who, who, hello? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're still on the line. Who's, who's the oldest? Yeah. I, you brought the person up. I, Su- Suzanne Summers. <laughs> okay, enough with the jokes. <laughs> but this, but now, uh, when Tubbit, when Tubbit, we found Tubbit was just sit, sitting on kids and smushing the laugh. Okay, so it took several years, but you found we Tubbit. Found it out. Yeah, he had to go away. He's and um, and he's been incarcerated now for thirty years. About. Just for sitting on seven well, kids? Well, he keeps getting into trouble in jail. You this, know? Oh, this is, I yeah, see. you got to understand, Tobit's not the feller that would get let out on account of good behavior. Right, okay. He's so. got, a, he's got a, a twinkle in his eyes that says, I'm up to no good. Okay. I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. He solemnly swear with a twinkle in my eye, though. <laughs> yeah. He's on a he, macrobiotic diet that I swear he grows. He oh, in he's prison now up to seven four. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. He grows. He doesn't grow the food. He's he no, grows in height. I see. No, he he he's grown. He's grown. Something out. Yeah, he's grown about uh, one inch this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so he used to be. He used to be six eleven, seven three when I knew him. Oh, okay. And I, I'm just hearing now he's up seven four. That's oh, a seven inch. four. Oh, That's okay. an inch over a considerable <laughs> amount of time. You have to understand. Thirty years. Yeah, I, I don't know how. If you're still growing, that's that stopped I, for me. No, I'm so. not. No, normally people shrink, shrink the older exactly. they get. Yeah. But now he's on this macrobiotic. Oh, diet. interesting. Well, congratulations to him. We're uh, building a statue for him. Um, you're building just, a statue just for to raise, him? <laughs> just to raise awareness of some, how, how sometimes people can go wrong. Yeah. doesn't mean okay. that they're he's, wrong. Or... He's more of a, 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 a scarecrow in a sense. To oh, say. I see. He's a ward of evil. Well, uh, Peppers, did we ever get to uh, your mother passed away? How did you get interested in education? Oh, um, I pretended to be my mother for... <laughs> 
for about 15 years uh, just took on her job and eventually I learned a job and then I, one day I said, you know what, I'm not going to dress and drag anymore. I'm not going to pretend to be my mother. So your mother had this job in the 70s and 60s yeah, or so? Yeah, the 70s. Um, okay. Yeah, she started in the 50s. So you she can started, imagine. okay. So she was there for a long time. You can time. just imagine. You that. slowly started. <laughs> you slowly. Just, just imagine that. I don't. I get it. I don't have <laughs> to imagine it. 1950s. Just imagine that. I've seen Back to the Future, so I have a vague, rough idea. But, uh, uh, and then one day you just slowly took over her job by dressing as her going oh, we to work. a lot alike, Avi. Right. Um, and yeah, and, and you got to put yourself in her shoes. You show up to work and you're well, that's all... that's what he did. Well, no. Put yourself... <laughs> Scott, enough of your jokes. <laughs> hey! Yeah, yeah, hey! You got to understand. Hey! That it, 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 you... You put yourself in her shoes in the sense you go to the, you go to work and you're already there. You, you say, "Wait a minute, well, what? Hell, I'm gonna go. I'm gone fishing or something." Yeah. I don't know what you're, you're trying take to say. A break. You put you get yourself to work and you're already there. Oh, her. Oh, yeah, if she's she's oh, saying so you I'm going to go to work and then and then and then she sees she's already Pepper's there. Is all, you know, as her already there. She, right. She's going to say, "Well, I guess I'm okay, already at it. work. Time to go. Time, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Get a pedicure. Is that what happened, or did you? For for uh, for a first first couple months, you know, people were at, acting strange and saying like, "You're not her. What are you doing? <laughs> um, you don't know anything about this job. She knew things. Where is she? What have you done to her? This kind of thing." Right? Did but did you do something to her? Or no, I did. I did not. I told her. She said, "I'm tired of working, and it's time for you to start working." And she came up with this idea. Oh, she I did. Just oh, take okay. Her job from her. Wow. Okay. And uh, wow. And this was the, she was she was about your age now. <laughs> Uh, back yeah. then, <laughs> well, it, it freed her up to do all kinds of things. It it, it really did. I mean, yeah. she's actually kind of a local hero around our parts. Oh, Except really? She so, couldn't do it as herself. No, yeah, she had to take on she had his. To take on my... oh, okay, so you guys just <laughs> switched clothes essentially. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> hey, this is a crazy town. This is crazy county. It's uh, crazy. We, it's, get her, yeah. we get her done which way, one way or the other. That's true. Yeah, okay. You know what they say? You trying to deliver a calf with your feet, you're the one going inside. <laughs> At what point, Peppers, if I may ask, did you stop dressing up as your mother, and what was the reaction then? It was about um, five years ago. Five years ago. So this is a long time. This, I mean, the oh, late yeah. – the 80s – the late 80s, at least, through 2013 or so. You were dressing I, I was, up as your I, well, mother. I knew I knew Peppers mainly as his mom. <laughs> okay, you never mentioned that. <laughs> so that's why you were having so much trouble coming up with his name earlier is because you I was, knew. I was trying to think, oh, wait, is this? Uh, oh, yeah, that's. <laughs> right, he became Peppers, yes. yeah, five years ago. I'm on the email chain, so I got the update. Oh, okay. So, And years. what was the reaction to this? Um. When I came, when I finally, when you finally unveiled myself and yeah. my grandma and my mother came back to being herself, yeah, um, people are like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, no big surprise to them. They knew something was. They just thought that was your thing. <laughs> They're like, why are you doing that for so long? Um, <laughs> and I said, I don't know. Maybe I kind of fell in love with that, and uh, and it was true. I did. I did marry uh, Don Carsdale. <laughs> I was married. I was a great wife to him for seven you, years. You're a great wife to your own dad. <laughs> <laughs> to your own stepdad, I guess. Yes, my yeah. stepdad. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, guys, is that your special laugh? In your, hey, you ain't going, you ain't going to be from Rankin County, Georgia. What happened that laugh? Yeah, I guess so. So, so, uh, so, what happened to Don? Was Don an older gentleman? I guess. I mean, I, I do. I do need to clarify this. You were, you would assume that you dated your your, your oh, why? I was married. You were married to, to your Don. mom's husband. No, he, you got married. You you met someone and fell in love with him as, while you were dressed as your mother, and you married him. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, and where's where's your actual father, Peppers? Uh, passed away or oh yeah he passed away. he passed away okay so she was free uh, to marry whomever she liked he passed away when he was 26 um oh i'm so sorry so he, my, my mother was a widow Widowess. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> widow. Widowess. <laughs> so you don't have to put a female spin on widow. He's, he's a board of education superintendent. Okay, so. I, I beg your pardon. That's all right. a, yeah, so she was a widow for, for 85 years. Now. So long. And so you decided time to get her hitched. Um, was this all for her or was it uh, a man that you fell in love with? You know, it was uh, it was for the job to keep keep the income to keep the house open and uh and uh but you know th- some things happen um you spend time with the, someone you work with and you start having feelings for the person oh did don yeah. work at the school uh you're trying to get you're trying to get peppers to explain love i i, I know love is inexplicable and you know whomever you choose to love is is your thing i just i did uh, did don ever figure out that you were not your mother no good <laughs> Good. No, I, I couldn't do that to him. Yeah. He was a very sweet man. Did he pass away, or why Why were you only married seven years? He did. He passed away. Um, I'm so sorry. His uh, his Jeep rolled right into him. His Jeep just rolled right into him? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he was still driving at it. He didn't put it in park and yeah. uh, rolled a minute, it rolled into his living room while he was watching. <laughs> into his game. living room? He was watching some golf, and he rolled it, his own Jeep rolled into his living room and crushed him. Wow! And so I this love is it. This is at your mom's house, I would imagine. Where the, the, what, yeah, what were you and your mom? Because your mom was dressed as you, and you were dressed as your mom. Uh, my my mother was bathing me <laughs> upstairs. So, happened. but to Don's view, the it looked like son is bathing <laughs> his mother. Okay, and yeah, again, got, no questions asked, which is fortunate for all of us. Okay, yeah. Sometimes you slide into certain scenarios where you mm. didn't know you were going to be comfortable. With. Yeah, but yeah. and so your mom enjoyed being young and being you. And you who, who going doesn't to enjoy concerts and stuff? Oh man, <laughs> going to concerts. She became a real metalhead <laughs> with that beanie on the propeller on the back and going to metal yeah. concerts okay. and drives flying around on well, a scooter, a razor scooter. She loved it, and you loved what you were doing, and you were in love with Don. And and what a terrible tragedy! That sounds awful. I'm sorry to hear about that. Um, uh, did and and you guys were upstairs, and suddenly you you hear all this crashing. I would imagine and. Uh, you're like, hey, wait a minute, is this Pete Holmes on HBO? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry, guys, I gotta go. Oh, I gotta work. All right, well, what are you up to today besides taking the books out of first graders? Right now, I'm, hands. Picking, I'm picking out precious metals to build that statue to Tibet. You're picking them out, meaning the, you're just choosing? Well, there's a salesman here, a statue salesman, and we're going to try to make this out of the most expensive, mm. uh, most durable metal we can find. Well, so. you've been raising money for it for 30 years. So. Yeah. 
please go to Macon Middle School, Tennyson, Georgia, Tibbet Fund, statue.com. And please give what you can. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anyone is going to give money to erect a statue of a seven foot four inch incarcerated child killer, child child ahead, killer with hands the size of, of bunches of grapes. Just a real murderous homunculus. Well, that's why it's a warning to the future generations. Don't be like him. This is one of the most important statues the area has ever dared to erect. And we got about a statue for just about everything. Okay. All right. Children need to be afraid of something when they're growing up. <laughs> okay. And since they can't go to that's the jail, they might as well have a boogeyman. Might as I've always said, might as well have a boogeyman. Might as well have a boogeyman. Well, might as well have a might boogeyman to you. <laughs> all right, bye, well, all right, bye bye. Number five. Oh boy, so funny, what so is, insane. These boys are nuts. They're legitimately, certifiably I mean, they're, insane. They're a couple of kooks. I sometimes worry when I'm in the studio with them that they are going to fly into a murderous rage. And end me. Oh, so you fear for your safety. I truly do. Yeah. I don't know why. I keep recording episodes of them. <laughs> um, obviously, this was just a few weeks later after we talked to Hot Dog, and I obvi- obviously had hot dogs on the mind, because I believe I bring them up in that clip. You obviously had hot dogs on the mind. <laughs> and I think sometime around <laughs> here, I remember it being National Hot Dog Month or week yeah, or something, and, yeah, me, yeah, yeah. and me having... I, I took a picture on my phone of a chart of hot dogs from around the world, and I remember like uh, a being with Kulop in a in a kind of rather serious place, and me, her 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 kind of like peering over my shoulder, going, "What are you looking at?" Because I was smiling. I was looking at a picture of hot dogs from around the world. <laughs> I love hot dogs that much. Oh. I was looking at all the various uh, variations of of hot dogs and how they serve them it around was the world. Just pictures of hot dogs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're just smiling fondly. Yeah, so I think it was around this time that we uh, we we recorded both of these episodes. Brilliant so. hot dog brain. Yeah, a lot of hot dog on the mind. Uh, that was a pleasure to record. I uh, those guys are wonderful, and uh, the whole thing about Peppers swapping places with his mother, uh, <laughs> and living as her while she lived as. Now as I him. noticed the ones yes. any of the ones that I've been in so far. You haven't said. You, I remember how much I loved doing this. This was a pleasure to record. Now, Scott, how am hmm. I supposed to take that? I think I might have alluded to it. Oh, an illusion? Duh. Life is an illusion. Is it? It truly... Have you ever thought about that? What if life is a dress rehearsal? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've heard the opposite before. <laughs> what if it were a dress rehearsal? I we know, don't know. I know race is a construct. Right. Life is not a dress rehearsal? No. What, it if, it, what, what rehearsal. if it was? How crazy would that be? We could do whatever we wanted. Well, what about the people who have died? Be, uh, Aren't they part of the show? The people who have died, died. Oh, the great Jim Carroll band. The Jim Carroll band. What's that movie they made about him? The Basketball Diaries. The Basketball Diaries. Is that yes. about him or is that uh, based on a book he wrote? It, or I a think mem- both. It's like a, a memoir that he wrote <laughs> yes. about himself, right? He wrote, he wrote about himself. Look, these guys are all selfish. These, they're <sighs> self-absorbed. They're narcissists. They're not giving people like us, ta- you know, talking about the Thomas Middle Dishes and Horatio Sanzas of the world. Narciss- narcissists, right? This was uh-huh. a guy. Here's this guy. He was so all about himself. That they were like, 
We're going to name this after you. Still to this day, people are like, you know what you remind me of? Narcissus. <laughs> That's how much you talk about yourself. <laughs> what if that was the way we said it to people? You know who you remind, <laughs> you know who me, you remind of? me of? This guy, Narcissus. Narcissus. <laughs> he uh, looked at his own reflection in the pond or whatever. Fell in love with that shit. Yeah, then he opened his mouth, the bone fell out. And he, someone booted him in the butt and he fell in the pond. Yeah, he's going to get two bones and he only had the one. Bye, dum-dum. <laughs> All right, let's go to a break. When we come back, we're we're going to have uh, episode four, and this is exciting. We're getting so close to one, but we will stop after four. <laughs> but we are going to hear episode four after this. This builds the tension. It truly does in an expert manner. Ooh. We'll be right back with more Comedy Bang Bang after this. This expert manner. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Scott Ackerman here. Did you know... I hope you do, that in 2018, Earwolf published 1,785 episodes. That's over 1,591 hours. That's 66 days worth of podcast listening if you never went to sleep. Since you probably don't have that kind of time, all of the hosts and producers here at Earwolf chose their favorite episode of their show this year and made a playlist for you. Go see if your favorite episode made the cut and check out some new shows. What better place to start than the very best episode of the year, after all? Uh, I believe for Comedy Bang Bang, I might have picked an episode. I don't want to spoil it, but just check it out. Go over to Earwolf.com slash picks, that's P-I-C-K-S, to see all the selections. Again, that's Earwolf.com slash picks. All of these episodes are out from behind the paywall and Stitcher Premium members. There is a special version of the playlist just for you. Oh boy, just stir, so just uh, search Stitcher or search Stitcher for Earwolf Pack Picks 2018. Thanks for a great year of podcasts. We want to hear your favorites. Tell us your favorite episode of 2018 with a hashtag hashtag slash tag Earwolf Picks. <laughs> Don't say slash tag. It's just hashtag Earwolf Picks. <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang, best of 2018. And I tell you, these years, they just they just keep going along, don't they? At a certain point, it'll be 2019. I never thought I would live to see 2019. This fucking shit. Let me tell you something. Tomorrow it's going to be 2019. Uh, Scott, stop saying it. I don't like... <laughs> I don't like all these years. I don't like it. It's like, I know how old I am. You don't yes. need to remind me fucking every time I write a check. You're really rubbing it in. Ugh. Anyway, 2019 tomorrow. You got any resolutions? Um, My main resolution, I guess, now is to get all that cat litter out of my bathtub. <laughs> I didn't know that was a weird thing until <laughs> you told that story. I told it like it was a real weird uh, yeah, I'm now attribute. Now I'm seeing it through your eyes, and I'm like, yeah, that's through crazy. my. Does Sam just turned on every light in the control room. Sam moved back a studio. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> oh, oh he disappeared. He turned him out. So boy, I wish you guys could see Sam. I wish you guys could see Sam. This I is the real show I, over I, here. I wish you could see the screensavers on the laptops in here. Oh, all the monitors. Man. It is so fun in here. I wish you could see Chewbacca's angry, angry. Oh yeah, face. we didn't talk about Chewbacca's angry face. He's he's as angry as I've ever seen him. I think he actually looks very sad. Like, he looks like he's grieving. He really does. He looks like Superman on the cover of Crisis on Infinite Earths 10 or whatever when he's holding Supergirl and crying. Oh, yeah. Because she's dead. Yeah. Um, he looks a lot like that. 
Do you think there will ever be a best of where we don't talk about Star Wars? <laughs> no. Because they'll keep making these things. Well, they'll certainly keep making those tissues. Next, uh, yeah. Uh, someday Star Wars will go away, but these tissues will still be around. Some of these Star Wars will go away, but the tissues remain forever. <laughs> By the time we do the best ofs next year, uh, Star Wars Episode Nine will be out. We'll talk about that. Wow. Ix. Ix. Exact, exactly. <laughs> Um, Red What's De the name of that called? Red Death Redemption? Red Dead Redemption the third might be out by then. How long does it take to make one of those Red Dead Red Dead Redemptions? One of the games? Yeah, one of the games. It probably takes years, right? It takes four years, five years to make yes. one of these. Yes, and then there was a big there was a big uh, scandal mm -hmm. because they were uh, the company was making their people work crazy hours oh, to get right. it finished to get it finished by, by the a release deadline. Day. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, that always happens with anything. Yeah, Doesn't but it's it? like you know, well, who uh, delay it? it? You want to delay it later? You know, yeah, I I wouldn't have minded if I if I the game the game is very good. Like the quality of it is astounding. It's a mm -hmm. vast game, right? Like you can play it for days and days and days. And I would not have minded waiting. In, in fact, I thought it was going to come out later. But I, all the promotional aspects of it are what this is the problem when like you two rushes to I'm. Um, Wait, is this an episode of you talking you two to me? No. Oh, okay. Um, when you two is like <laughs> rushing to meet a release date, it's because all it's not like the record stores wouldn't be like, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll we'll put it out three weeks right. late. It's because all of the promotion is is wrapped up into it. Like you know, like they've already paid for all of that promotion when it comes out. But I mean, like plan your shit better. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. It just seemed, yeah. yes, all the promotions paid for, but, and who knows what unforeseen problems they're seeing, but I've also heard that those people are like, they're not exactly. Uh, Which people? The programmers? No, not the programmers. The, the people that run the People company. in Red Dead the people that, Yeah, the cowboys. <laughs> the cowboys. Oh, no. I heard those cowboys are not easy to deal with. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> that adds an extra layer of difficulty with, yeah. with this job. Um, I got to play. The, I hear it's great. It's great. Do you do you play games at all? I did. I tell you, when I was hanging out over, you remember at, uh, Goldeneye, <laughs> of course, Goldeneye. That was those were the years. I mean, there were maybe a three year period when I was hanging out at Brian Posehn's house with Doug Benson, where we would play. Uh, here are the games I like. When the when that Mario, uh, no, what am I talking about? The Nintendo, not the GameCube, but the one before it. When that system came out, Game where, Sphere. No, when the, when Nintendo sixty four. Maybe that was it. When everything was 3D graphics, you know, and you had GoldenEye and instead 64, of being flat, yeah. that was a 64. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So when the Mario game came out and the Legend of Zelda and Mario Kart came out, like, mm -hmm. oh, those were my golden years. I love those. Mm -hmm. I love adventure games. I would probably like Red Dead Redemption because I like solving puzzles and walking around and, you know. Do you know what games you would like if you like that? that? Is uh, those Batman games. Re the Nightfall or whatever it is, or Arkham Night Asylum, Arkham and Asylum, all that. Yeah, those games are a lot, are a good mix of puzzle solving and like shooting shit, punching shit. Whatever. I don't like the I don't like the ones where you're just like fighting people all the time. You know, but I, I like, mean, there's a lot of fighting, but right. it's also there's a lot of puzzles to figure. I out. I like the Zelda. I mean, the Riddler's in it. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's true. <laughs> I like the Zelda aspect of like you know wandering around looking for a quest, you finding like pieces of puzzles. What and they stuff. call sandbox games? Oh, is that what they call it? Okay, yes. so I 
then I got a uh, free Xbox, mm-hmm. and they sent me a whole bunch of games. Nice. And I don't think I ever took them out of the packaging. But um, I did play Guitar Hero for a bit, mm-hmm. and that was the last video game I've ever played. And we we have these systems at my house, and we've never cracked them open. Mm. But um, I would like to play that Spider-Man game, and I hear that's really good. I heard that's very good, too. Mm-hmm. I'm an Xbox person that's on PS4, okay. which I guess I have to get if I want to fucking play that game. Oh, um, oh, Popeye over here. <laughs> and is Red Dead Redemption on all systems or is it just on? Um, I believe it's on all systems. It's on all Let's systems. Go. All, right. all right. Maybe I will play it. Tell you what, why don't we make this the year where I get into video games? Oh, Scott, that's all you need. And I'll play piano and you yeah, learn how to that's tap That's right. <laughs> so our big, our big reveal at whatever party this is, is I'll play piano while you tap dance and then I'll sit down and play video games that's for right. six hours yeah. while people watch me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll do a live stream. I'll do a Twitch about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll just watch you over Can the Can you imagine having couch. a Twitch where we just played video games? People would like it, I bet. People would. I, if people like Twitch at all, they might as well like it if we do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do the Shakespeare Avengers. I get requests for that. when I, If ever I like post on Twitter or something about a video game, right. there's always someone who says, please, I want to see you play these games. I did that Conan show where you go in and they interview. Conan who? O'Brien. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, um, where they, where they, um, you play video games and you're being interviewed while you play video games, and people like it for some reason because they <laughs> like watching people play video games. And I didn't know how to play any of the games, and I thought I was just there for an interview, but mm-hmm. it turned out to be this thing. And people were so upset <laughs> that I didn't know how to play the games. They're really? Like, oh, he doesn't know how to play. I played on a, a video games on a show with Tim Baltz. Mm, fun. We played Goldeneye together. Isn't he number six on the call sheet or number? Uh, no, he's, he's higher up there. He's maybe Ryan Gall's number six. Okay, he's four. He's, he's four. No, Gump. Mandel Mon is number four. Oh, he's three. Tim is number three. Yeah, Tony's number two. And then guess who's number one? Number one. I think it was in reverse order of them being uh, hired. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Don't tell them that. You can't tell them. I mean, they have a general. Dan knows he was hired first. It, what? Dan knows he was hired first. I think he does because he never lets anyone forget it. No, but I've mentioned this on stage. We're talking about baj- – we talked about this in a previous episode. <laughs> Folks, talking we're talking about, about bajillion, bajillion dollar properties. properties. Hopefully they, there may be some news about that this year, I'm hoping, uh, in the, uh, 2019. Um, but we're just talking about the uh, order on the call sheet that all the actors are, are on. And, Which is extremely uh, important. And they all fight about it all the time. Well – I, what I, I'm very proud of us for not fighting about it and recognizing the most important thing is that I'm number one. That's right. You are number one. How many, uh, uh, how many shows were you number one on the call sheet on? I'm guessing best week ever. Oh, that, that, that anyone ever saw? <laughs> no, just Cause that's general. a different category. <laughs> no, the just, ones that people saw. No, just general. Ones. Oh, general. Yeah. We got, no, you shut up. No, you shut up. Best week best ever. Best week ever. Bajillion dollar properties. I've done two pilots where I was okay. number one on the call sheet. Oh, great. Oh, sorry. Three. Three. Which three pilots were these? 1321 Clover, The Peter Principle. <laughs> what was that other one called? Uh, shit. Uh, Untitled Bambi Cottages Project. Ba- Untitled Bambi Cottages Project. It was going to be called Bambi Cottages, but that was a real place, and so they weren't sure if they are going to oh, be able to use that. Luckily, it. it became a non-issue. So you've been number one so many times. A few times, man. A few times. Me, just once. Just on your show? Yeah, just on my show. You had to create a show to make that happen. Yeah, I know. That's so sad, man. <laughs> I really do have a sad, <laughs> sad career. <laughs> Paul, I think we got to get to it. This is, uh, we got to get to the the last 
episode in our uh we have to scott we, we gotta get to. to our last episode in our countdown today and that is episode number four number four all right, this is episode number four, and this is episode number, when you're counting it in terms of Comedy Bang Bang episodes, not where it is on the countdown. This is episode 540. That's right. So shut up. So shut up. Everyone who said episode 540 couldn't be number Could four. Could never be number four. You burnt. You dusted. You faced. This is an episode called Low Five. Mm. Low Five. Ringing any bells? It's ringing five bells. Really? It's five o'clock. Wait, I'll wait for the cuckoo. 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 Oh, two. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. Three. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. Four. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. Five. Oh, that echo really helps. You're right. I'm not wrong. <laughs> um, this is an episode called Low Five, and it's with our friend John Hamm. I know him. Who people know from uh, TV's Madman. He's the madman himself. I know him from Tag. That's true. He was in Tag this year. And in fact, I'm not going to lie. He might have been promoting Tag on this episode. I think he was. I think he was. Uh, Wait, also, no. There was some other movie. His other Beirut movie? Yeah, the it might Baruch, have been Beirut. Baruch, it, might, it was either Baruch Beirut is or on fire. fire. We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. Uh, this has John Hamm in it. This has Paul F. Tompkins in it. That's me. And it has uh, two people by the name of Jessica McKenna. Jessica McKenna. Jessica McKenna. Jessica McKenna. That's like when people say Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. That's, I'm one of those people. Saturday Night Live. It's Saturday hard Night for Live. me to say. I got to really concentrate. Jessica. What did I say? Jess McKenna. Jess McKenna. Jess McKenna. Jessica McKenna. Jessica McKenna. Jessica McKenna. <laughs> Jessica McKenna is, Jessica of course, McKenna. and Zach Reno. They are, you would know them from the off book, the improvised musical podcast. You should. You should know it and you should listen to that because that's mm -hmm. an, a wonderful podcast. And uh, they were on it uh, together, although not doing characters together. That's right. Um, and here's what you need to know about this episode. Okay, previous to this clip, there's, look, the whole episode is great. Um, first, we talked to the husky voiced John Hamm. Uh, and then we talked to the even huskier voice, uh, smooth criminal Al A. Peterson. That's right. That's right. Um, and the things, if you don't know uh, about uh, Al A. Peterson, what are the things we need to uh, remind everyone of? He's completely hairless. Right. But by choice. He by does choice, not have alopecia. He faked alopecia to get out of a long-term relationship. Right. With, with, by the way, the relationship was between him and someone. A woman named Carlifer. Carlifer. <laughs> His college sweetheart. His, you're right. He helps people fake their own deaths by right. shaving their entire bodies. Right. And giving them a new passport. He hates clumsy portmanteaus, he such hates, as Carlifer. Well, he, he, we know that he hates one clumsy in portmanteau in particular. And I believe that he confronted Carlifer's Yes, there's a famous story about it. where he confronted Carlifer's dad, Carl. Carl and, and his uh, mother told Jennifer him, told him it was a clumsy portmanteau, right? And that, <laughs> that and he and he <laughs> he thanked him. He thanked him for it, like the sniveling, he's cowardly a, worm he's that a he sniveling is. Sniveling little worm, and and his, he's married to a vermouth drunk. Yeah, but meanwhile Jennifer's in the other room, yeah. just getting bombed She's on, on vermouth. Her six bottle of vermouth, <laughs> just trying to feel that feeling. Yeah. Um, the other thing you need to know is he uses smoke bombs to escape. Okay, <laughs> that, that it's not you know an important part of it of of his canon overall. It's but certainly it is, not a part that I remembered. It is for this episode, yeah, sure. so I believe Absolutely. he may bust it out at a certain point. Um, 
we previous to this clip also were talking to Jessica McKenna, who is playing Park Ranger Marjorie Kershaw. Mm-hmm. Um, and the things you have to know about her is she is very concerned about park visitors putting on sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is very concerned about the separation between church and state. <laughs> so she's very religious and but doesn't like to talk about it because she's a government employee. <laughs> I don't think she knows a lot about state parks. She that's why she wanted to do this character. She knows a lot about it. But I don't think that she's a person who necessarily collects that information. I think she did all the research for doing the show. I think she went on like some Wikipedia pages. Oh, I was under the impression that she and her like it was a thing with her and her family. It could be, maybe I'm misremembering, but I had thought it was something where she went on a Wikipedia page the night before and just memorized a bunch of stuff. But maybe it's a combination of both or of just what you said. So those are the people who are talking before this clip, but I think the reason, and and they're all great, and the reason people voted for this episode is because it's a great episode all the way through. But I think uh, the reason it may be sticking in people's minds is because of the character that Zach Reno plays. Um... And he is uh, playing, he is a trainer, and he is uh, basically, you'll hear it, but he's playing something that has to do with the uh, game. I wanted to say video game, but it's not a video game, is it? It's just a game of Pokemon. It's just a game in in the largest sense of the word. And he knows a lot about this game, and you'll hear... I know I didn't know anything about it, and I'm kind of trying to understand what he's talking about. I still don't, which makes me feel good. I think I've got it from just listening to him talk about it a couple of times. What I like when somebody does a thing like this where they – it's either they know it so thoroughly that they could just riff on it or – They'd know nothing about it. Right. So it could be either one to me. He knows it very thoroughly and is riffing on it and very specifically, and people really enjoyed it. But uh, you'll hear myself and Paul, and I believe even John Hamm, uh, not quite knowing what he's talking about. And that's part of the fun of this clip. Uh, also, I believe we talk about the, uh, with the park ranger, we mentioned the HBIC, the head bear in charge, a few times. That may come <laughs> up during this clip. Right. Um, so let's listen to it. This is your number four. Number four. He's a trainer. Please welcome to the show, Dash Grabham. Hi, Scott. Hi, so great to meet you. <laughs> I'm Dash Grabham. Yes, you are. Welcome you to the show. You may have misunderstood what I do. Uh, I do. You're a trainer, right? <laughs> I am you, a Pokemon trainer, Scott. I train Pokemon. I catch them and subjugate them and train them for battles, and we go on adventures across the land. <laughs> What's this now? What? What is a what is a Pokemon? Yeah, Pokemon is, a- is a pocket monster, a small <laughs> monster that you can subjugate and catch in a ball. Where are right? you on this portmanteau, pocket monster? Oh, because Pokemon. Pokemon. Pocket monster. Pokemon. 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 Hmm. Oh, that, one's, that one's on the line. I've seen a lot of them around your area. I'm not from around here. Yours are weird, though. I will give you that. Have you seen them in the walls? Maybe you're just thinking of Mayor <laughs> Junius Bubble Dooner. No, I saw a bunch of them outside. Little, what it would be Pidgeys where I'm from, but yours are different, and they don't have any of the attacks that the ones that I have. You oh. try to catch a, a pigeon? Oh, sure. I caught like eight of them. They have basically no battle skills. <laughs> I, so they can run. That's a good battle. Or I mean, fly. That's a, I'm pretty yeah. sure they can fly. That's a nice run. skill. Yeah, that would be pretty useful if I didn't have a bunch of bird-type Pokemon, <laughs> which I do. Oh, mm. wow. Congratulations. What, now, where Thank do you, you. Where do you keep all of these? It must be difficult to store all these p- p- pocket monsters. No. See, okay, so here's the Pokeball. And so you just click this. 
and it gets real small. Oh my I keep them on my belt right here. I only carry about six to eight of them at a time. <laughs> it's my battle lineup. And the rest of them I put basically into the internet where they just live and sit around. Is it like Bitcoin? I... That's a currency that lives on the internet. It's a I cryptocurrency. Yeah, I crypto don't think I can. I don't is know that they like have any. Is it more like Litecoin? Is that another cryptocurrency? Uh -huh. I don't know that any of is them it more have. more like Heracoin? I think of all of them, it's the most like Heracoin. Is it like the Charleston Chew, which is a new cryptocurrency based on Charleston Chew, the candy bar that no one likes? <laughs> I think. I beg your pardon. I should. I love a Charleston I Chew. I should Ooh. clarify. It <laughs> I'm is. So sorry. <laughs> It is like Bitcoin in that it is very difficult to cash out because none of them, as far as I know, are directly exchangeable for money of any kind. Okay. Dash, let me ask you a question. Yeah. You said these Pokemon, as you call them, mm -hmm. they engage in battles all the time. The I make them do it. Who are they battling? Other Pokemon. It's a big, big no no to fight a person with a Pokemon. Oh, really? <laughs> That's a crime. Yeah, a crime in, in not in the United States. Well, a crime against nature. Legal system. You don't have a lot of rules pertaining to Pokemon in this country. Yeah, there's not a lot noticed. of Pokemon law. Yeah, where I'm from is almost nothing but. <laughs> where are you from? I'm what? from the Kanto region. Oh, okay. <laughs> of? Excuse me. The Kanto region of. Pardon? So you're from the Kanto region. Yeah, I'm from the Kanto region. And you. Full stop. <laughs> that's that's all you need. And you train Pokemon to fight other loose Pokemon, or do people own and subjugate these Pokemon oh, as well? Oh, thank you for asking, Scott. Oh, you're welcome. The answer is both. I love to use my Pokemon to fight wild Pokemon that I try to make faint. You don't want to ever kill a Pokemon, but once you make it faint or almost faint, you can capture it. And then you can take those Pokemon to Poke Gyms all around the world, and you can battle at those gyms against other trainers and take their badges. And then if you get enough badges, you can become a Pokemon Master! And I, Dash Grabham, I'm gonna be Pokemon Master. Where, where are you in the process? I have one badge. How many do you need to be a master? More than one. So two? I mean, technically, to be a Pokemon master, you have to catch them all. And this is where it gets so frustrating. This is what I've heard. Yeah. This is what I've heard. You've got to catch them all. You've got to catch them all. You have to. It is a compulsion. And here's the problem. Originally, when I became a Pokemon master, I'm 11 years old. I started very, very I was going to say, I would not yeah, have guessed yeah, that. How old would you have said? 29. I spent a you lot think of time in the sun. is just 29. <laughs> Aren't they? I spend a lot of time in the sun, and I don't wear sunscreen, and my hat is always backwards. Because oh, no. that's the cool way to wear it. Oh, boy. At least put on a sunscreen. I don't, I'm begging you. I don't need to, because I have uh, coughing, and he can cast smoke screen. Okay. Anyway, I forget what I was talking about. Well, oh. you, you were talking about a subject or finding other Pokemon, and, and uh, the catching them all is very difficult. Oh, yeah, because wow. originally there were only 150, Scott. Okay. And that's like a big— Yeah, one can—if one were to spend maybe 200 days, I, I can imagine one that's could a, catch that's them all. Two, that's, a, that's, a, that's a legit two, amount of time. Yeah, two-thirds two two of a year. That's, that's, yeah. Al, that's, can, that's, can I ask you, catch you them all? what kind of day? You know, uh, 42 hours? Oh, yeah, the 42 hours. 42 hours day. A real day. A Beirut day. Yeah. 42-hour day. Just never sleep like Al over here. I don't mean to well actually all of you right now, but uh -oh. 200 days is a laughable amount of time to catch 150 Pokemon. Okay, don't, don't mansplain to us about, or kidsplain, I guess. Is what don't poke, just poke explain. Some think, of them are in Saffron City. I think maybe some of them, uh, young mansplain. Trainsplain, because he's a trainer? Oh, okay, trainsplain, yeah. Well, it's just that they're all over the world. It takes so a long time. Oh. But there were originally 150, and but that wait, was Jackie doable. But wait, Jackie Chan went around the world in 80 days. So. Jackie Chan? Jackie Chan? Are you going to allow him to rock you? 
he and Steve Coogan went around the world in 80 days, so it seems like it's uh, 200 days is, you know, would be... If you got very lucky, you could maybe do it. How but many the, But how many Pokemon are are in the Kanto region, here, let's just say? There are 151 proper in the Kanto region. Now in the Kanto region. So how many... So you it's can expand- get a lot just in the Kanto region where you're from. Well, that's all that we thought there were, and that's what you thought you had to do to catch them all. It turns out... Every year or so, about 150 more get Are released, released? Oh. and they get oh, this sounds bananas weird every time. I'm really only familiar with the first 150. After that, <laughs> there's some weird, weird stuff out there, you guys. There's yeah. a bear. You would like that one. Oh, I, well, I have a healthy respect for it. You wouldn't like this bear. This bear, as I understand it, blasts fire out of its mouth. Oh, gosh. Well, that is, I think the that is the enough. HBIC for sure. That would yeah. definitely be the HBIC. Hugest yeah. bear I caught. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You have caught and trained this bear. Oh, yeah. I got it. I have another. I have a water-type Pokemon. Can I ask that bear? What is the name of that bear? Hmm? What is the name of His that name bear Pokemon? His name is sitting in the internet right now. Oh, the the name of the species? Yeah. An Ursaring. Ursaring. Mm. Oh, that's clever. Mm. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's based on the Latin. He's a big bear. He's got a big literal ring on his stomach. Okay, oh. on his stomach. Ring How do you feel like about that, portmanteau? Gotta fly upside down then. Ursa ring. Ursa ring. One is part of his Latin name for bear, and then right. he has a ring around it's him. It's a portmanteau oh, between ursine and telephone ring. That's, that's a clumsy portmanteau. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you've been judged. Clumsy portmanteau. CP. Ursa ring. Anyway, I battle him, and now he lives real on the internet. Point. So how do you battle? Because I thought it was against the rules to battle a human, uh, for a Pokemon to battle a human. Or oh. is it just frowned upon? No, it is where I'm from. It is actually illegal the to, Kanto region. to use to use the force of in the Kanto region the to Kanto use the region. force of a Pokemon against a human. But you're mm-hmm. battling these Pokemon. Yes, like for example, I would have a Pokemon. I would probably, if I was battling you, for example. Wait, I'm not a Pokemon. No, no, no. You would be a Pokemon trainer. Oh, okay. I, so I, I believe you. You would bring your Pokemon, and then we would, the, would set them on each other. For example, which one do you choose? Uh, out of my Pokemon, sure. I'll choose Ursaring. Great, you're an idiot because I'm going to bring a water Pokemon to that fight, but okay. Water right, and fire. You bring – well, that's that's not your fault. You're a new trainer, I assume. Uh, yeah. Okay, I, so well, you, I have no interest in this at all, actually. Are you kidding me? It's got so much adventure. Dash, can I ask a question? Yes, please. Is this Pogs? <laughs> <laughs> what is Pogs? Ooh, you got it there. <laughs> oh, it's a thing that I've heard, and I'm never quite sure. Oh, the is. stackable cardboard disc that you then hit over with the metal disc. Wait, why were you That's confused correct. about pogs? Well, for a second, I thought you were talking about a polywog, which is a polywog. That would be a, the clumsiest quite a, of portmanteau. Quite a portmanteau. Yeah, yeah. A terrible CP. No, you're talking about stackable pogs. cardboard discs that then you use hit a, with metal a metal slammer, disc, and then you and you make bets, and you can win yes, other people's pogs. Exactly, yeah. metal slammer. Is it? You said polywog. Mm. That's what you would call it. Where I'm from, it's called a polywag. Mm. That reminds me of a story I once heard about Ooh. someone who uh, was in the backseat of a car uh, on a trip with his friends and his friends' and little baby son who had a polywhirl doll. And he loved this polywhirl. And so this person that I know was pretending to get the name wrong of polywhirl <laughs> several times and the little boy was laughing. And then – all of a sudden, the little boy started crying out of oh. frustration oh because gosh. this idiot couldn't understand that the name was Polywell. <laughs> and this is a friend of yours. This is someone I know. Someone you know. I can't, someone I, you've worked I with? I can't claim friendship was with Was it anyone. on video or 
No. I don't I, I guess I don't this, know this. This was a story that I heard from A story. Life. Oh, yes. Okay. I mean, I understand that. I it have happened a, to someone I know. My favorite Pokémon that I use for most battles is called a Charmeleon, and if you called him something else, I would think that was rude. So now, I kind of understand. That's clearly a portmanteau between charming and mm-hmm. a chameleon. He is char yeah. he is and kind is, of like a chameleon. Is his power? Is this yeah? His to battle skill is it charm. Just charms you or out of out of fighting. Is it from chameleon and char? And he's a great uh, barbecue master. He is a great Much barbecue like master. Marjorie over he here. He is a great barbecue master. He is about a four foot tall fire lizard, and I would say his main power is arson. Oh well, I would oh. just I would just bring a water lizard to that fight. Yeah, that would be a good move. Is chameleon air <laughs> a pocket monster? Chameleon Air, the musical artist? Yes. I mean, he would be if I could ever catch him. He's if a If I were to catch him, no. See, here's the uh, thing. Well, and his power clearly would be just having a lot of money. You're not exactly. supposed to catch humans. And but blending into it. The technology technically doesn't prevent you from catching anything inside a And Pokeball. subjugating them? You're just talking about slavery This, this does point. sound well, very like slave, use, slavery we, adjacent, Okay, I well, we don't yeah. like to use that word when we I talk about it. I'm sure you don't. These are Pokemon are our companions, not our slaves. They battle with us. Sometimes by choice and sometimes begrudgingly, but we well, don't ever use the word slavery. You mean like picking someone up from the airport? Very much like that. Like, so you don't like- want to, but you're not being forced to. Okay. So how many Pokemon do you have? I have 12. 12. Yeah, you have, you're not even close to catching them. No, it's going to be a very long road, but yeah. I'll do it because I believe in myself. Now, you say you train these pocket monsters. Mm-hmm. What does the training consist of? Great. So I take the Pokeball, and I throw it, and then they come out, and then I shout commands at them, and they do what I say. I see. This does this sound thing, very slavery adjacent. Yeah, it's adjacent. very mean. Yeah. It feels— It's a partnership full of respect and trust. And what do you do for them? I put them back in the Pokeball. Oh, and then oh okay. So you imprison them. <laughs> Well, we win battles together, and then sometimes we eat a meal, but mostly I keep them in the Pokeball because they all eat the same thing, and it's real boring to take them to a restaurant. (laughs) So you're only allowing them to eat once in every rare while? You know the crazy thing, Scott? They don't actually need to eat if they're in the Pokeball. Okay. I've got some that have been in that ball for months, and if you take them out, they're like a little pissed, but they're physically fine. Is Their favorite their favorite meal has to be a Pokeball, though, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay, that's that is Why right. is that boring? They love, I, 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 I can eat that like three a days a week. I know, I could. I mean, you say that now. Like a Jeremy Piven. Talk to me on week three. <laughs> does he sing week Jeremy? three. Does he sing Jeremy Piven? <laughs> Jeremy Piven <laughs> ask you a question. When the pocket monsters are in this Pokeball, mm-hmm. are they in a sort of suspended animation? I Stasis? Wish, I wish I could tell you. I've never been in one, and as far as I know, no human ever has been. Oh, Can well, they- that sounds like that's something you should do. I mean, it's so hard to catch them all, especially if they keep moving the goalposts. You should be the first human in a Pokeball. Oh, I should get into one? Just yeah. understand yeah, both sides. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. we're talking about. So yeah, if you were to get into your, poke, exactly. your Pokeball, we would let you. I'll do it. Dash Grabham will catch himself. Okay. What do you need us to do? Oh, oh he it's did it. Done. Oh, he just it's did. Oh, that is amazing. Have, now, how, wow, he just how do we get him out? Yeah, we should have asked that before. We really well, should have. Yeah, he should have given us instructions. I don't know how to oh. work this thing. He Let said me t- throw it. Let me take a look at this. I just He said, like, throw it, I think. Throw That's it? How All right, I'll, th- yeah, I'll throw it at something. Let's see. Oh, don't throw that. That's my oh, smoke careful, bomb. careful. <laughs> don't oh. throw the smoke bomb. Yeah. yeah all right, here we go. I'm free. Wow. Phew. What, was, what was that what like? Was it like? What was it like in there? Okay, you know how when you go to sleep and you... <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, try, try try to do something. Don't compare it to a movie either, because Al, <laughs> Al is going to have no frame of reference. Oh, okay, geez. Uh, how do I do this? Um, okay, you know how... Well, for the rest of you then, you know how when you sleep, it's like you're kind of aware of existence, but it's a little bit different? Sure, this sometimes you know like you're in a bed. That. Oh, it's not. Oh, like wow! This is you. So you can be back in, Al. I have. Okay. I have no in. memory from what just happened. Oh, okay. Oh. So the last thing you remember is going you, into the ball. Going into the ball, and then I just I, I felt a. I pushed right back out. How long do you think you were gone? I mean, it felt like an instant to me. Well, it, it was feels like no only kind of longer life. than yeah, it was like 120 <laughs> seconds or so. I feel like we didn't get a real accurate idea of what it's like to be trapped in the poker well, ball. I'm going to tell you, I do not want to go back in because I feel like I did not exist for that period of well, time. Well, so now this is what the poker yeah. pocket this monsters is how they feel. must feel. Almost definitely, yeah. So does that make you want to release Reconsider? Them? Not even a little bit. Oh, boy. <laughs> I just feel like you're really, you're really taking advantage of these pocket monsters. Oh, for sure. You know, how like okay, horses so he pull, hears it. You know so. how horses pull carts? <laughs> yeah. Are you all up in arms about how horses be pulling stuff around all the time? I mean sometimes. You ask those horses if they want to pull carts around? I great. don't like the horses that do just to the, be, the carriage fair, rides. Yeah. They're also fed very well. Yeah. They're groomed and but, they're treated very nice. Let me ask you a question. They get to shit in the you, bag. You guys know fish? Oh, I mean, we should all be so lucky. But you know, you know fish? Yeah, you got I know fish, fish. right? I, I if you mean, had a yes. fish, what would Pokeballs. your what would your fish's day to day life be like? Well, that's uh, I mean, they swim around in their living their best well, life, swimming the swimming in the water. My fish has been all over the world, but they don't know because most of the time they're in they're, a yeah. ball. Yeah. It's ball in they used to know that its own existence well, was going on for most of that time, but it came out and got to experience parts of all over. the I world. I had a fish growing up, but it was an outdoor fish, so he got to just go wherever. Yeah, mine's an outdoor fish. So, you know, I, I uh, maybe you don't think these pocket monsters have sentience or a soul. Oh, they definitely have both. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, then you're then you're then you truly are a criminal. Yeah, you're, no. just a, you're a slaver. You're, Guys, a, you're a slave owner. They're so happy. How bad. do you know that though? Because well, okay, well you can tell when a Pokemon is unhappy because it doesn't follow any of your battle commands. Can, okay. can one come out? Can we? Can we talk can we to one? one? Yeah, I feel for like sure. We really need one, to. You can't talk to them. They only say their own name over and over and over again. Okay, so that's going to be so hard stupid. to know That'll if they're happy. Tough. Is it yeah. like I am Groot, where it has different intonations? Oh. Meaning yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. It's just like so that. you can translate. Yeah, for sure. Oh, well, okay. Let's well, bring. I guess we bring out Chameleon. I'll bring out my Charmeleon. I Char- you. Char- Sorry, the Charmeleon. Yeah, Char- I'll bring Charmeleon. out Charmeleon. He's just going to say Charmeleon a lot. Okay, yeah, okay, bring him yeah. out. Yeah, Charmeleon, I choose you! Charmeleon! Hey, what's up, dude? Charmeleon! Yeah, how's it hanging? Charmeleon! Yeah, that's about right. Charmeleon, are you Are you, are you okay? You yeah, are, 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 would you... Charmeleon. Yeah. I don't think I don't think yeah, Charmeleon's okay. So much pain. You guys, you want me to translate, or do you just want to infer from that? Well, no, I, I know what he's we're, actually. We're all saying. in the room. We can see what's happening. Charmeleon is crying. Yeah, he is crying, but not for the reasons you think. Okay, what? Translate for us. Okay, then. so Charmeleon, this one specifically is an arson type Pokemon. Charmeleon? He's mad because he hasn't burned down a building lately. Charmeleon. Yeah. So uh, Charmeleon shaking his head. Yeah, he's shaking it up and down. Yes. Charmeleon's no, not shaking. No. That's up and down true. if you're tilted sideways, sure. <laughs> well, yeah, that's Charmeleon. Okay, so you know how, like, in India, yes and no doesn't look like the same head gesture as it does for uh, in America. I don't, I did not know that. That's no. true. Yeah, I did it's, not it's know side to, First of all, this? India? India. I know it's in the, the movie Gladiator, they do thumbs up when it should have been thumbs down. I don't know about that, but that's okay. probably right. Charmeleon. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I'll start back on track. Okay. Um, Charmeleon. Charmeleon. What is one thing that I could do 
to make your life a little bit better. Charmeleon. A whole bank? That's Charmeleon. You can't burn it's down a bank. Charmeleon. Char- I know. That felt to me like kill me. <laughs> Yeah, I did Charmeleon. feel. I did feel oh, a lot. Charmeleon's Charmeleon eyes just seems went wide. To be, yeah, seems Indian to be style really... saying no. Charmeleon, return! Wow. <laughs> yeah, there oh. goes. Okay, I don't feel like you were giving us the proper translation. I, I, I do I, feel. Yeah, I feel like we learned more about the real situation with these Pokemon yeah. than than you wanted to let on. Number four. Oh, so good, so nice. That one was... Let's listen to it twice. That was a treat. Here, well, let's hear it one more time. All right. Oh, no, we're not going to do that. You tricked me! It's like a 30-minute clip. Yes! You're like the trickster Loki. And now you must reside within this dimension. (laughs) Um, That was fun. You were saying that was a fun episode to do. It was fun. It was was, uh, uh, an interesting combination of people. Um... And the park ranger stuff. Zach was, and Jess obviously work together a lot. They have a yes. podcast every week, and they're yeah, writing yeah. partners. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but they were doing. They were not connected, and uh, so yeah, it was. Uh, you know, you put these shows together, you book them, and you go like, "All right, I got this person. I got this person. Let's now put this it's person in God's in. hands. Who knows how they're going to be together?" But uh, that was a really fun one to do. It was. Weren't it? Weren't it fun? Weren't it were fun? Weren't it fun, Paul? It were fun. It were fun. Hey, stranger, it were fun. And as I looked out across that golden valley, I knew that I understood more of man and God than I had previously known. That guy who does who who am I doing when I do the hey stranger? I think that is Pat. Buttram? Pat Buttram? Like, who played how, Mr. Haney on Green Acres? How did he chance upon well, that? Mr. Douglas. How did he figure out? Because a lot of, it seems like a lot of comedians in the 50s, 60s, 70s. 80s they, and beyond. And the comedians the whole now. office can agree on. <laughs> <laughs> they, found, they found a funny way to talk, and then they did that their entire careers. Yeah. And, they, and that was enough for people. I feel like it's rooted in vaudeville, right? Right. But so how does he, is he just like going, fuck, I don't have a funny way to talk. I need to have a career. I mean, this shit isn't funny. I, I guess I'm going to do a weird voice. I mean, that because nowadays when you're doing a cowboy vo- voice or whatever, sometimes people will bust out a Mr. Haney or a tribute to Mr. Haney. Yeah. Sometimes like, uh, I think there's a, I think in the first Wreck-It Ralph, uh, doesn't, uh, 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 oh God, what's his name? He was on Bang Bang. He's great. Uh, he was in Firefly. Me? Oh. <laughs> um, but he does, he does basically the, ooh, hello. The great Gildersleeve, that guy? Yeah, yeah, he does that guy. Yes. Yeah, he basically, like, people sometimes do impressions of these, don't worry, Mrs. Ricardo, I will get the bill. And you he's know. on Firefly? <laughs> Yeah, you know who I'm oh, talking about. Oh, Alan Tudyk? Yeah, Alan Tudyk. He's yes. right. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, so yes. in in Wreck-It Ralph, I think in the first Wreck-It Ralph, he's the villain in it, and he basically is doing that guy, I think. Yeah. Uh, so everyone's, you know, it's like everyone came up with every funny voice there is. And that's a lot like uh, listening to Comedy Bang Bang. They covered all <laughs> 10, yeah. It's like we've done every funny yeah, voice yeah. there is. But how did he, how was he experimenting just going like, well, what if I like slipped in between falsetto and my chest voice. Yeah, like if I was going through puberty. All the time, they're strange. <laughs> and that fits for a cowboy voice. Yeah. Well, hello there, stranger. Because do Welcome it. to, welcome to the mining town. Do it in like a regular voice. Like, uh-huh. no, take away the cowboy affect. Okay. Hello, stranger. Welcome to the no, mining no, no. town. <laughs> Is that what you mean? Yeah, not good. That's what like I'm if saying. you didn't have an accent, you're like, "Hello, stranger, welcome to the mining town." Oh yeah, yeah. Then it's like, it's, that's not that's weird. But Something's add wrong the southern with that guy. accent. But if you have the southern great. accent, it's like, "Oh, Hello, that guy just talks stranger. that way." Stranger, 
Something about the different vowel choices and the hitting the R's really hard on this just works. Exactly. Or, or is it that it's been, he's done it in so many things? He did it in so many uh, Disney films and, uh, you know, in Green Acres. Like you said, he's just done it so many times. It sounds wrong if you have any variation, but it sounded just as wrong when he started. I doing mean, maybe it. he's fucking drunk. Yeah, he's probably a drunk. Yeah. They all were back then. They, everyone. Oh my God, they Wasn't all it were. great you could be in show business and be drunk yeah, all the time? all the time. And now it's just like on these end of the year episodes are the only times that we get drunk. Exactly. Cut the, cut Every the, cut classic the. film you've ever seen, people are shit-faced. Shit-faced. Okay, if you watch any movie, and it, and I'm talking about, okay, so the movie's up to 77. Everyone's yeah. dr- every single person. So that includes Jaws. But also- <laughs> Every uh, it, Star seemed, Wars, I think, was the first movie where the entire cast wasn't drunk. They were all sober too. Yeah, they're all, all in, they're so, all in sober they're living. They're all super sober. <laughs> they're all they all live together in sober living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were each other's sober companions. <laughs> they all get us. Peter Cushing was there. <laughs> Good old Grandma Target himself. Kenny Baker. Um, and then post seventy seven is when everyone started eating Claim Jumper and getting really fat. Yeah. And then everyone's head. Remember when everyone got so fat in the movies? <laughs> there was a good, like, like 82 to 84. George everyone Siegel. Was, everyone was Goldie so Hawn. fat. Yeah. And then Jane Fonda started working out, and everyone got skinny yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now anytime you see a movie, every single person has their hair dyed really mm-hmm. dark. Yeah. And everyone is terrified they're going to get fired. Yeah. That's any anything That's you ever watch. That's it. That's show business. Everyone has their hair dyed really dark, and they're afraid they're going to get fired. <laughs> That's any any scene you see in anything. Pick out pick out anything, and I can tell you. I, I'll point it out. I'll to point you. out and go that hair's, person. Hair's dyed, dyed, dyed really, really dark. dark afraid this person get is afraid they're going to get fired. Yeah. Oh, well, go read the intern with Robert De Niro. Sure. If you want to have fun, every it's, it's evenly divided. Half of the cast hair tied really, really dark. Really dark. The, other half, the other half of the cast terrified, terrified they're going to get gonna fired. Get fired. Yeah. And that is true. That's showbiz. That is showbiz. If you're old enough to dye your hair, you're, you're not old terrified. enough to breed. <laughs> if there's grass on the field, play ball. And on that note. Uh, We're gonna end this episode. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Say something else uh, as uh, for a palate cleanser. Anyway, Coney twenty twelve. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, we have to end this episode. We're getting down to it though, because on our next episode, we are going to count down the number three episode, the number two episode, and the number one episode of twenty eighteen. What if we didn't? You're right. Let's. I'm just. just throwing, I'm just. I, we don't have to decide right now. Okay. Well, tell you what, check so back in with here. us on Thursday. Yeah. We'll if meet, we do it. We'll meet back together here on Thursday. Sure. If we do it, great. To do the episode live as we always do. Of course. If we're not here, we just decided to do Then you know we it. didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. And we, and there's, don't worry, there's no emergency. Yeah. Neither of us have uh, slipped and fallen and cracked our pretty little heads. But check to see if we have dyed our hair really dark. That's true. <laughs> um... <laughs> Guys, we gotta go, but we will see you back here on Thursday or not. Who knows? Um, Love it. I'll see you soon. Love it. See you soon. (laughs) That's not a thing I say at the end. It is now. All right. Love it. See you soon. Love it. See you soon. (laughs) Bye. 
Want to hear Earwolf Pilots before anybody else? We made a podcast feed just for you. Earwolf Presents is full of great stuff, like preview episodes for upcoming shows, peeks behind the paywall, and pilots for podcasts that haven't even been made yet. It's like getting to listen in behind the scenes here at Earwolf. Starting January 21st, Earwolf Presents will have a bunch of new pilots for you, like Edgar Montplacier's The Wokest. Catch conversations between the wokest man in the world and comedians like Reza Lachea. Also, hear upcoming pilots The Florida Cast, Wow, You're Native American Too, This Week in Sports, and Carl Alarm all throughout the month. Let us know what you think of them with hashtag Earwolf Presents. Subscribe to Earwolf Presents to hear more great episodes from around the network and behind the paywall, like an episode of Drew Tarver's Strictly Business with Derek Contrera, or Act One of Matt Besser's punk musical, Stolen Idea. Just search for Earwolf Presents in your podcast app and subscribe so you don't miss an update. You guys know that uh, Paul Rudd has been a friend of the show for many years, meaning he appeared on it once approximately eight years ago. Uh, uh, but a good guy, really great guy. And uh, he has an all new scripted audio comedy written by John Lutz. If you don't know who John Lutz is, uh, one of the funniest guys out there. I once saw a two person show with him and Scott Adsit doing improv. And it was, I was crying laughing. It was so good. You remember him from SNL and 30 Rock. Uh, it's written by John and it is called Escape from virtual island. Okay. Rudd is joined by Jack McBrayer, another great friend of the show. I don't believe has maybe ever been on the show, but uh, was on the comedy bang bang television show several times. Paula Pell. Ooh, very hot right now. Amber Ruffin. Uh, and a host of your, a host of your comedy favorites. When I say a host of your comedy favorite, that's what I thought it was going. I thought it was about me, but no, I am not on the show. Uh, it's a host of your comedy favorites in this genre hopping madcap comedy adventure set on a remote luxury resort island in the year 2038. Oh, that's not too far away. Adventure seekers flock here to live out their wildest fantasies in custom made virtual reality simulations. When an important guest goes missing, a ragtag search party led by Paul Rudd's maladjusted resort air plunges deep into the world of VR in hopes of returning with a lost guest and some sense of reality. Perfect to listen to now. Start your spring off completely lost in comedy delight with Escape from Virtual Island. Listen free with a 30-day trial. Just go to audible.com slash virtual island or, this is neat, Text virtual island to 500 500. That's audible.com slash virtual island or text virtual island to 500 500. Are you stuck at home feeling isolated? Yeah. Worried about the state of things? Well, I think we're all feeling like that right now. Going a little stir crazy and wondering will this ever end? Can it end? What's it going to be like when it ends? Well, better help offers online professional counselors who can help. Yeah, there's no need to go into the same room as a therapist any longer. You can talk to a licensed online therapist and find relief. BetterHelp therapists specialize in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, insomnia, family conflicts, and more. You'll connect with your counselor in a safe and private online environment. Anything you share is confidential. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you will love in less than 24 hours. That's how quick you can do it. Easily schedule secure video or phone sessions with your therapist, plus exchange unlimited messages. 
And look, if for any reason you're unhappy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. You can get professional help when you want it, wherever you are, which is probably in your own place. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option, and our listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code BANGBANG. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash bangbang. That is betterhelp.com slash bangbang. Talk to a therapist online and get help. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Just Crack an Egg. When you're an international podcast superstar like myself, it is hard to fit in a hot breakfast. But there's this thing called Just Crack an Egg. You just add a fresh egg to their fixins, which include real potatoes, veggies, meat, and cheese. You stir, microwave, and blammo! You get a breakfast fit for a podcast pioneer. There are seven different scrambles, like Denver, protein-packed, and all-American. Try Just Crack an Egg, my friends, and take breakfast back. It's in the egg aisle, duh. Hey, everyone. I uh, just want to remind you that we have a lot of great Comedy Bang Bang merchandise over there at Podswag. We have 10th anniversary shirts, water bottles. We have uh, Harris Whittle's journals, which are really cool. Um, all sorts of stuff. You want to go over there and get stuff because there's a great deal going on right now. If you head over to podswag.com slash bangbang and use the offer code bangbang at checkout, the first 100 people will get 30% off their Podswag order. So that is a great deal. 30%, that's like three-tenths or something. Head on over there, podswag.com slash bangbang.